What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Season Gaming Halo Roundtable Special. We've got a special show for, t- ah, for you tonight. <laughs> Talking about everything Halo Infinite multiplayer with this gigantic cast of characters you see before you. So, I am joined, I don't think we're going to do intros for every single person, <laughs> but I am joined by Mr. Jordan Rodelight-Pock himself from the Backlog Chronicles. Game Positive, my brother Eric over there. We've got Dr. Mo in the house, host of the Backlog Chronicles podcast, my favorite Halo content creator, Mr. <laughs> Patman Gaming himself. We've got the Sony Pony, who always slides into these Xbox shows, Mr. Badbit of the Trophy Room. We've got one bad mother, Mr. A from Xbox Era. And of course, you know him, Miles Dampier from Windows Central Gaming. What's happening, guys? How we feeling? Yo, amazing, doing pretty good. good. Beautiful, awesome, man. beautiful. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Been better. <laughs> Shut up, Joe. <laughs> this guy brings down the energy right off. I there. know, right out of the gate, he's like, hey, "All right, you know, whatever." <laughs> um, I'm going through my withdrawals. I have not had any infinite in like, what is it, four or five days, guys? It's rough. Showing yeah. for my fix. Yeah, man. <laughs> Two days, I was still shaking. You know what I mean? I'm starting to get past it, but, um, <laughs> but in all seriousness, I don't know about you guys, but after the first flight and now this flight, both times when it ended, I was like looking at my Xbox dashboard, like, what do I do? What do I play now? <laughs> yeah. Like nothing interests me. It's like That's it just they, they don't have the same feeling. But anyway, man, it's gonna be a fun one. We're gonna re- basically talk about everything Halo Infinite multiplayer from the first and second flight. So that's talking about uh, the four on four play. Obviously, the new big team battle, map designs, weapon designs, um, battle pass. You know, kind of the early look at that. The armor designs, uh, and of course mechanics, um, which I know some of the kind of more seasoned players, which we've got many of here, uh, will have some things to say. So. I think what we'll do, um, because we have so such a big panel here and so many opinions, I'm sure, we're just going to go step by step on kind of the major core components of, you know, of the the suite that we've experienced so far. And uh, obviously, it goes without saying, this is uh, multiplayer only focus. So uh, let's talk, guys. Let's start on mechanics. So, you know, when you think about Halo as a multiplayer game, there are... Man, they're, they're, we all know, right? The Halo community is fickle. There's a million opinions on what should be what way, how every single weapon should feel, how every single movement should feel. Um, and I think that over the years, there's been a ton of debate um, on all these aspects. I think what I've seen anyway from Halo Infinite is somehow 343 has managed to maybe not you know reach perfection of course i don't think that can ever be done but it feels like they've gotten to a point where the vast majority of the halo community feels that halo infinite's in a really really good place kind of has the best of many prior halos whether it be halo 2 halo 5 etc um from a multiplayer perspective and it just feels so frankly goddamn good to play um, that from a shooter perspective, everything else after playing it feels just wrong to me. Yeah. It really does. I was playing Battlefield beta this morning, and, and that's a whole separate conversation. But I was yeah. like, there, there's not, at this point anyway, there's gun mechanic. Well, we're not going to get into it. But just compared to Halo, I was like, this just, it's just Action. Even in the same it's, it's going to ruin everything. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, man, take it away. I mean, uh, Halo 5 multiplayer, and I don't want to really debate, right, about favorite multiplayers or suites, but Halo 5, I think most people agree, was a really, really strong multiplayer iteration for Halo. Mechanically, mm-hmm. it did a lot of things right, depending on where you stand on certain things. But this does have a pretty different feel, and they've changed some things. Yet, Much it, fe- it feels mm-hmm. right. Like, yeah. it just 
feels right. So mechanically, like what's the biggest thing that's jumped out to you? Where do you feel Infinite stands in kind of the Halo soundbox? Soundbox. Jesus, I'm tired, guys. Sandbox <laughs> or history. Um, and do you think, like many of us, damn it, do you think like many of us that Halo Infinite really does have that potential to be the best multiplayer we've ever seen out of Halo? The biggest thing that I've experienced for me and that I'm having fun with is how this game plays with physics. Um, Grappling Mm -hmm. hook is just addictive. It's so much fun that like when I have it, I, and I lose it, I feel like I'm truly missing like my, like my right arm. Like I love it so much how it just zips you through the map and how this is a new engine, a new physics system, but it Mm -hmm. still feels like Halo, when you're lobbing grenades, grenades are so important in Halo. It still, it feels, it it it, it feels nostalgic in a way, while at, at the same time taking the series forward. Again, like the momentum you get from that from that hook shot is something something special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. something I've talked about publicly before. But you know, after the arena PvP, I was pretty confident in saying that you know this was the best feeling Halo in my opinion beautiful blend of the player weight from the originals without being clunky. You can you can vault, you can sprint, the slide jump. I can't stress how much I love the slide <laughs> like for yeah. maneuverability around these maps. But right. after big team battle, there is no doubt in my mind that this is the best feeling Halo mechanically because of a lot of the reasons we touched on already. It takes everything great about Halo 5, dials it back, slows it down, strips away some of the movement abilities, I think in a really great refined way. And that puts emphasis on things like the grapple shot, because my God, like, hmm. like we were talking about just flying through the map with the grappling hook, grappling onto vehicles. You've seen the ridiculous videos of people getting shot hmm. off the map, getting themselves yeah. back on the stage somehow hmm. after being dead. <laughs> and it's, it's just incredible. It just feels so good. Yeah. yeah. And I'll take that even further with, uh, I, I think I've touched on this before on the last one, but the, uh, the mechanics are all there. I mean, this is mm-hmm. the equipment is obviously a big factor with Halo Infinite, yeah. a, a very big design choice mm-hmm. uh, with the equipment. And I've always had problems with equipment in Halo 3. And it yeah. feels nothing. I don't have problems with Halo Infinite's equipment. You know, there's there's movement-based equipment. Um, and like you guys said, I love the grappling, uh, the grapple shot. I, I was like, dude, this is probably one of the best things to ever happen to Halo. It's so damn fun to use. Until I used the Repulsor when they added that to this flight. <laughs> and that is yeah. my new favorite equipment because it just has so many uses. Whether you're, you know, hitting people off the map with it and getting that mind the gap metal. It, it's so satisfying <laughs> yes. to against vehicles, to popping yourself up to, you know, hard to reach jumps to get the drop on your opponent. Or just in the middle of a fight, reflecting a grenade back at people. Like there's so mm-hmm. many uses for that Repulsor. And I love the creativity that the equipment enables the player to have instead of halo three, where it's like, all right, bubble shield, everybody stop what they're doing. Wait for this dude to get out his bubble shield, you know, or get a guy one shot. He goes around the corner regen field. All right. Now, Oh, the turns have tabled, you know, you're screwed now. (laughs) And you know, I I never liked that about, I like, I like halo three. We all, we're not going to get into that, that argument again. About how I really feel. Please do. It's overrated. <laughs> it's, it's overrated, but moving on. Halo 2 is better. It's still a great game, though, great multiplayer. But I always had a problem with how different um, the equipment impacted. And you can never tell what people had. They just pull it right out their rear end, you know. All right. Well, now I have, you know, an infinite you could see visually 
what somebody has. And I think that's a huge, huge, uh, you know, identifying factor in combat because Halo is all about choosing your battles, yeah. you, know, you know, having that mm -hmm. information and choosing your engagements. And I absolutely love the way they've tackled all that with Infinite. I will say, too, about the movement. I, I don't think it's as good as Halo 5, obviously. Um, Halo 5 was, you know, all about the mobility that, you know, mm. design, the map design, everything was around mobility. They have made a couple of changes to some of the maps like Bazaar from the last flight, which is cool. Um, and, you know, Infinite definitely has like a blend of that classic, but also that advanced mobility, which I, I think it's a really good sweet spot. Yeah. yeah. So, Pat, so Patman made me think about one thing, though. So, so Haynes, hmm. early on, you said they had that difficult balance between the the classic and the. Uh, and I'm losing internet here. Uh, I got the, <laughs> the the chipmunks are chewing on the wires again. So I apologize <laughs> if I if I go out. But yeah, uh, you you mentioned that difficult balance, and yeah, you know. But we all know that Halo fans are just such shills for three four three and everything they do. And that mm -hmm. everything they're going to give us, we're just going to eat it up, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <But> right. That, <laughs> that that really is the number one thing that stands out. Is is I, you know, coming into this when when we kind of you know knew what they knowing what three four three was up against with Halo Infinite and the split between the bases, and even if you go back and look last year at what the Halo bases were playing, there was like an even split between MCC and Halo 5. Right. And and it's been, you know, there's been loud debates, you know, a lot of content creators make have made a living hating on 343. And that's how <laughs> they got famous. And you know, I I do think what they've done, and, and this really didn't even occur to me until I think I was playing big team battle. They took the foundation of three and they built upon it in a way they built it kind of towards five. I, I think initially I thought this was kind of a mashup of five and, and three. I really think the foundation of this, if you think about it from the standpoint of the sandbox, how the how the equipment play, plays a piece and even things like the dance and everything you would have, you know, like this. I think this this Halo gives a lot more chance to the casual players right off the bat, things like that. Whereas five really flat in the sandbox, you know, it really just like if you start off that pistol, if you're good with the pistol, you don't need to pick up anything other than maybe mm -hmm. rockets or snipe, right? And this one, really, everything on the field is viable. You might run out of position just to upgrade a little bit. And so I feel like it really captures that spirit. And that's why you're hearing a lot of people saying, you know, this this feels nostalgic, but it's fresh. And, I, yeah. and you're seeing that from Halo fan, 3 fans that, that really weren't a fan of Halo 5. Yeah. Can I just say the sidekick may be the most satisfying pistol to ever use in yeah. any game I've ever played in my life? Ever. Like, ever. I can literally just yeah. sat there and fire it at, at a wall, and I'm like, this is amazing. Like, it, it just feels, I don't know how they do that. It feels yeah. so perfect. It feels like the a great, a great balance between the Halo 2 pistol that nobody used and the Magnum <laughs> to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's some oomph to the shot. And you do have to worry about the spread a little bit, right. but at the end of the day, you could fire it rapid fire, like yeah. the halo two pistol. And it's just, it, yeah, it feels so good. And that reload speed, like you're Ooh. reloaded in an instant and you could yeah. take it out in an instant, the handling speed, everything it's, it is, it is a sidekick. It is an awesome, awesome little weapon. I got, I got a question for you guys. Cause you said they made changes to bizarre. Mm -hmm. Um, what were those changes? There yeah, I, play, I, I played all big teams, so I'm oh, curious okay. too. Yeah, I, I'm not a big team guy. So I, okay. I went back to Arena fairly quickly after about <laughs> okay, a couple okay. hours of big team, but uh, they added some new AC units to the back. Um, you know, in the uh, in the bar and bazaar, uh, usually where the BR spawns or the command. Yeah. Yes. And the outlook over to the underneath the rat area there. 
Yep. Usually there was no way to get up to that area. It was just there was nothing there. Now they added another little AC unit so that you could mant on top of that, then jump to the uh, to the top the of, of, of that area, which is sorely needed in my opinion. I don't even know why yeah. it wasn't there. I agree. To begin with. Yeah, Bizarre was. I don't. Well, we'll get to maps too, but I had some issues with Bizarre, and that's the only map I had issues with really. But <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so going back to mechanics, one of the big things, uh, and I know we touched on this previously, but one of the big things coming into Infinite that people were concerned about, including me, was the re removal of thrust from Halo 5. Because mm -hmm. that just added a lot of, you know, dynamic play to Halo 5 mm -hmm. and being able, you know, forcing people to make these interesting kind of aim shots, right, which take aren't easy to hit. Um, <clears throat> they removed that, but for some reason, like it, it messed me up on the first flight for the first several games. I was still trying mm -hmm. to thrust, but yeah. after that, like now that I've played a lot of infinite way too much of these two flights, right? Um, I don't even think about it anymore. Like it doesn't yeah. even occur to me that that needs to be in the game. I don't know how you guys feel about that. No, I, I feel the same, man. I, I don't miss it that much. Um, I thought I would too. I think a lot of us here felt yeah. the same way, but, but no, the movement is, is, is really good in this game. And the fact that there's really no penalty to just keep moving. Um, I feel like, again, you really don't have to rely yeah. on using that so much. You can still escape and, and make it around certain corners to avoid shots and take pot shots here and there. Um, yeah. I, I'm curious to see how it functions when we get to actually use the ability um, yeah. whenever it's available in the next uh We'll probably assuming when the game comes out. Not we're not going to see another flight. I don't think <laughs> I'm okay with that though. Yeah. But yeah, that's where that's where I'm at. I'm trying to convince myself I'm okay with there not being another flight. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with it. Might it I think. Just two months. Do we know that for sure though? <laughs> the, the, no, the, the no, we the don't. Way know they for tweeted sure. that last well, tweet. I know. Like, hey, but I mean, you, they did say they're going to do a post, you know, post launch flight. The thing well, is, is though. Yeah. yeah, but Uni also said to delete the file. Right, delete the yeah, build, but true. that was a different build. But, yeah, yeah, it wasn't uh, the same build as last, last yeah. time. Did you I feel like from the first flight. Yeah, the the build from the first flight, it was a different yeah. build. No, I know, but I'm saying like the file itself. I never deleted it; it just oh, updated. Yeah, yeah, it updated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's that's what I meant. But um, yeah, to, the, for the controls and everything else that you guys were talking about, I don't want to rehash it. I do think this is a, <clears throat> I do think this is a perfect marriage of basically old and new and i'll be honest with you uh even with the with the thrusting uh, thing that you guys were talking about i really don't miss it i didn't miss it at all mm -hmm. like ains initially for the first couple of games i uh yeah you know it feels weird but after that i mean you kind of get used to it and now i think if you i haven't played halo 5 since i played the infinite flight yeah, both i'm times. afraid to. and I, i'm afraid <laughs> too. to as well you know what i even deleted it <laughs> off my drive i'm not gonna lie to you i don't want to go back to it like yeah the, because like i'm kind of like in this locked Sacrilege. in mode where i'm like you know what man there's two more months i know how it feels i know how it plays and i'm just gonna keep my head there like I mean, initially we were <laughs> yeah, talking yeah. about we we're like hey sure. maybe we'll play halo 5 the week leading up to infinite i don't even want to do that I, I, I wouldn't I, I went back i watched after. your video too. too miles I like too. i mean when you said uh, <laughs> it just, who was it gonna just say something? feels it feels it, i don't want to say it feels bad because it's halo it never no. feels yeah. bad but by comparison like yeah my problem now with halo 5 is the control scheme doesn't make sense even with an elite like i'm meleeing when i want to do something Ooh. else i'm not like the inputs are intuitive halo infinite it's what you know halo to control like because it controls okay. like every other shooter halo 5 did some weird stuff in hindsight that now that i'm going back to it i'm like Ew, why was that the decision there? Like, I'm Ew. using an elite controller. 
I'm this is like same controls game on Infinite Ooh. and Five, so that it's, I don't yeah, know. Same here. Okay, Pat. I don't know. I don't know. Using Hell Jumper, so I, um, I I I played a match of four today, and I was like, left triggers my grenade. What the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> I would say the FOV though, the FO that's the most like the the biggest is going back to five and the FOV not mm. being able to change that. It's almost uh, nauseating how like zoomed mm. in you are with with yeah. Infinite. It just you know you can take a step back, get your scenery and stuff. It yeah. it feels I've, it feels weird. It messed up your aim. It mess up your aiming too. That's the yeah, thing. There's absolutely. a heavy, there's a heavier audio aim. Yes. Um, and, and going back to like what you were just talking about with the thrusters, I I I play with a group that actually, you know, we've been playing Halo Five. I, I played over two thousand hours. They played a lot, and I think that was the thing people were really most worried about was those thrusters. But I will say they they were really smart in this design to kind of compensate for these little things in, in like really new like nuanced ways that people probably don't even recognize. Like I I noticed that your mobility like just. If you strafe well enough, you can make somebody miss all their shots. With oh, pistol. yeah. Mm -hmm. They're just, you know, and that's and that's the difference. Like in Halo 5, usually you had enough bullets in your pistol. You can miss a bunch. If you got to jump on somebody because of the auto aim, you know, you're probably going to get them unless they boost it at the right time. Right. Now mm -hmm. you don't need to rely on that boost. If you kind of somebody can get that shot, you notice they miss a uh, miss one. And you're like, oh, I can make this guy run out of his bullets and kill him while he's reloading. Yeah. You know, you can just you can just you can bob and weave a little bit better. I yeah. noticed you even turn corners a little bit. Um, you could you, you just seem to like have more control over like yeah. little movements. Yeah. So I from a movement standpoint, I, it's it's weird to say this, but in some respects, Halo Five is a little bit clunkier now. Yeah. <laughs> and I know it doesn't make sense, but it yeah. it does. It feels like it's it you have a little bit less control than you do in in Halo Infinite. Yeah, over yeah. everything. It's evolution, right? I mean, I, I don't know how many of you were in the Halo 5 beta when they first rolled that out, but I remember first playing it and being blown away, right? Like, I mean, it, it made Halo 4 feel ancient. You know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. and we're just, it's been six years. It's, they've just continued to refine it and it just feels so incredible. And it's funny, Abe, that you touched on, because that's the next thing I was going to ask is about the kind of the magnetism, right? And and the yeah. the their forgiveness of <laughs> of hitting your shots and yeah. you know jordan and i played a lot together and we kept joking like trying to snipe it's like you can literally like graze their ear yeah. and it's not going to count you yeah. have to hit your there's no right? magnetism yeah. no like which to me is a good thing like i like oh, that mm -hmm. even though it pisses yeah. me off i'm like god damn it you know i'm trying to hit my shots but it, it raises that skill gap in my opinion yes, which absolutely. is a good thing yep. um but i you know again once you get used to that and knowing that you've got to be more accurate, it just, for me, someone that, and I know most of us are the same way here, but for competitive players who pride themselves on making, you know, good plays, it just makes everything feel even more rewarding than Halo normally does, in my yep. opinion. Yep. And in that like Dark game, Souls, when you just get, you know, stomped by a boss over and over and you're like, <laughs> and then you finally beat that boss. You're like, Joe. It was worth it. Yeah. It was worth oh, oh, we go in the Dark Souls. Dark, oh, we go in the Dark Souls. Let's go. Two thousand three hundred and eighty-eight days since the launch of Bloodborne. Is that what I just heard? <laughs> Their eyes all lit up, man. And, uh, there, there's a lot of Souls fans here, but anyway, we'll, we'll, we've got that coming in the future. Elden Ring's coming, baby. But Hell yeah. we're Halo today. We're Halo today. So. I uh, yeah, just to quickly mention before I move on to you guys, I don't mind it. Honestly, it makes it a little tougher to play. You know, especially because like my yeah. reflexes aren't what they used to be. You know, what I mean, but still, but I'm I'm still in that camp of you know what, man. You just have to keep playing and you have to keep getting better. I uh, yes. I've seen some opinions. You know, some people want a little bit back. You know, or at least like increase the aim assist a bit. 
I'm not really up for that. And I'm not speaking as if like I'm some professional player, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not <laughs> at all, but well, yeah. uh, still, I, I do feel like that is good for the game because it really helps to differentiate the casual crowd from the, not the casual, MLG? but like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, well, yeah, the, it, it is. Yeah. Sweat. yeah <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, like you earn it, you yes. earn it, you know, like, I mean, if you're skilled in that game, you are skilled, you know yeah. I mean? So, and, and I, and I do feel like that differentiation is, it's cool. You know, yeah. that's why I appreciate it. And I, I don't really, I, I don't miss it at all. I don't really care. You know, if I, you I was like shot, a little bit, just a little bit. God damn it, Pat. You <laughs> can't just, just, because, just because of mouse and keyboard, going against mouse and keyboard, like precision wise, a controller is never going to match up uh, yeah, to mouse sure. and keyboard. If you're, if you're going no aim assist, it's tough, man. It's tough. Yeah. I, well, either, I don't want to see way. the magnetism though. Like I don't, I don't want magnetism. Yeah. I just want a little bit of aim assist, like the mm-hmm. magnetism in halo five ridiculous it's a lot you can yeah. shoot three feet behind somebody as they're going <laughs> by with the sniper and it's you're getting the headshot it don't matter um it's yeah. almost too easy so I, I do like where it is right now and i agree with basically everything you guys said but i would like to see especially i mean i think there are some wonky things going on on pc especially a lot of people were talking about no emesis whatsoever on pc going to mm. xbox was a, a much different feeling for me um i don't know if it's just the like me getting like a head case kind of thing because on xbox you have the red reticle range for your weapons which is a key thing in halo um, mm. and on pc it's eliminated completely because they mm. said something about the code of the game they didn't want people uh, going into the game and altering code and it was a way for people to cheat or whatever so mm. it, it's kind of it might be a head case thing but it, it definitely felt a little bit different on pc trying to play with a controller versus on xbox ah. Yeah, I saw I saw you some posts about that, and yeah. I know we talked about it. Yeah, I, I didn't try it, but I think that's going to be interesting. Uh, let me get these super chats real quick, guys. So, uh, two dollars super chat from Mister Luke, who couldn't make it tonight. He had something come up with the family, so uh, he said, "Sorry, I couldn't be there." Enjoying all but Joe, naturally. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and uh, winners, winners are here. Losers, you know, they go. Oh. I can't make it. My wife, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I love know. her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Mr. Underachiever, Leo, what's up, man? Good to see you here. One of the most interesting things to me is playing so many matches, a big team on one map and literally never got bored yeah. of the map even a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think I know everyone I played with several of here, and I'm, I'm sure we've all said similar things is as limited as this flight was in scope, right? In terms of map and, and everything else that goes into it, I couldn't stop playing it. Like I wanted to play it every moment that it was live, which I think says everything it needs to be said about the game so far. It's crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Abe, you mentioned, you know, last thing on the mechanics I want to touch on is the ability in Halo has always been there to kind of outplay people. And what I mean by that is, you know, a lot of these games, um, and, and I know Call of Duty is always the one that gets thrown up there first, but it's like aim, point, shoot, and it's mostly a twitch shooter. And the mm. ability once you're in the vicinity of, say, two or three enemies to outplay all three of them is impossible. You're just not going to mm. do it, right, in most of those right. games. Because TTKs are too fast. It's too easy to point and shoot. Weapons are yeah. too similar, right? Halo is always, in my opinion, one of my favorite things is the ability to really outplay opponents uh, yeah. multiple at a time. And I, you know, even in this kind of early stage of Halo Infinite, I feel it has that in spades. Like the mm-hmm. amount of plays that not yes. only I made, but obviously many people better than me and all the clips we've seen online, um, you know, where it's just like one on four and all of a sudden they, you know, jumped and nade and, you know, 12 different things come out of their pocket. And, uh, you know, they suddenly get an overkill and they're still alive. I absolutely yeah. love that. And I think that, again, is one of those big differentiators 
that Halo Infinite's going to have over the modern shooter crowd, if you will, of the bigger games, the Halo Battlefield or Sandbox. Call of Duty, yeah, uh, Battlefield, yeah. etc. So, yeah, no, none of them have that diversity that Sandbox. Like you know, generally, like in those games, there's like a handful of guns that everybody uses, right? And, yeah. and those are going to work the same based on mm -hmm. a few different play styles. Um, and one thing I want going back to that auto, the aim assist, because I know that is going to be like a topic that's going to come up and I'm afraid they're going to mess up with it, just like they did with the radar from the first one oh, um, yeah. <laughs> where I, I do. I do feel like I, I, I hope people give it a little bit more of a chance, because I think with, with there's like another indirectly it actually kind of empowers people that are maybe more casual players in, in a way so in, in halo 5 once you got past like silver you're using a pistol all the time right yeah. whereas here i think you're going to bring you're going to have a a, more, a a greater diversity of what works out for different players because of that auto aim thing because a lot of them aren't going to go to that pistol they're going to rely on the ar and that ar is actually viable like you can mm -hmm. beat somebody who's not great at a, you know who's maybe just okay with the pistol in a mid-range situation you can beat them and i think that's a good thing because it does make different play styles feel like you know i don't have to become this master with headshots with the pistol to be to be decent in halo i can dance around a little bit yep. you know i can there's some other ways that i can compete and so i do really like that dynamic um that they that they have and it just this it it, it just a recurring theme this game is much more dynamic, much more full, I feel like, in terms of things you can use and master than than really any Halo that came before it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Halo dance in this feels yeah. incredible. Because yes. I like my go-to multiplayer games are Gears of War and Halo because you have that exchange. It's usually not over in one second. I mean, if you're right, using right. the Nasher, sometimes in Gears, yes, it's over in a second. But generally speaking, <laughs> there is a cool back and forth. So I love squaring up, facing off with somebody in Halo Infinite and then seeing them sidestep and do the squat. And you're like, oh, no, it's going down. <laughs> and then having that exchange. And then you start to panic as you miss a shot. Yes. Like, oh, no, no. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, every missed shot, you just fire more and more blindly until you're just dead. Yes. Man. Damn it. I got the jump on this guy. He turned around beat my ass and i yep. feel bad about a hundred percent miles yeah that rock paper scissors that you have in every single fight is just unmatched yeah Absolutely. yeah i agree 100 so with the with the auto aim specifically on the pistol i think it for me like we are talking earlier about or you guys were talking earlier about the like not missing necessarily the boost from halo 5 and i think part of that is because that skill gap that that creates is created by the the lack of aim assist with the pistol yeah. and mm -hmm. it really mm -hmm. does a good job of kind of tearing like the abilities of the players like i said before it, like in another uh podcast that the ar in halo 5 is going to be the most important gun in the game because it's going to be the gun that is the bridge for new players to come into halo in and, yeah in infinite okay. the ar yeah, i yeah. think is the most important gun in the game because it's going to be like the bridge that's going to bring new players into halo pvp because it's going to be free to play yeah. it's going to be opened up to a lot mm -hmm. more people mm -hmm. it's going to be the bridge that lets people come back that might not have liked halo from the 343 halos for, for whatever reason uh but it's also like it's a bridge to the magnum and having that skill gap is is what's going to like be that breadcrumb chills like i'm not really good with the, the magnum i'm getting owned by really good players with the magnum but i am getting a few kills with this ar and then eventually yeah. you're going to start picking up the magnum and then that kind of uh carrot on the stick to to kind of keep playing the game keep getting better keep engaging with it i think 
if the Magnum was super easy to use like it is in Halo 5, then a lot of people would, would show up with their AR and just get completely mollywhopped by like the magnetism of the Halo 5 Magnum or and I said mag magnetism Magnum a lot. But, <laughs> but yeah, I think like making it making you a threat with an AR but never being able to beat somebody who's like super good with a magnum it just creates this kind of really nice bridge that you start on when you start picking up the game for the first time or for the first time in a while and that's like the glue that's going to keep people in the sandbox at least in the arena side yeah yeah and i gotta say too uh shout out to the ar in this game because it's not like the automatic drop like it actually does server use, at least from what yeah. I've played. It does. Yeah. Dude, it does. Damage, I felt man. that all three, four, three Halos had good ARs though. Like four and five I, uh, had good bad. ARs. Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. They made the Especially best ARs. Especially five. Yeah. Five, five mm, introduced yeah. the headshot multiplier with the AR, which they're bringing yes. back with this yeah. one. Yeah. So it, it makes mm. it more viable. If you're aiming for the head, you're going to do more damage, which was never a case in the series before. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think, I think all three, four, three games have had good ARs, but this one definitely is, is viable for sure. Yeah, because for me, I'm actually like I'm I'm doing like this little thing of like, okay, so if I can get a BR, I'm dropping my pistol. Yeah, exactly. And like if I can get the commando, I'm dropping the AR. Yeah, yes. And, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I like that little choice there because it, it, yeah, mm -hmm. it's it's it, it varies up the gameplay a little bit. Yeah. All right, mm -hmm. I, I don't I don't want to be that Halo guy, but don't. let me ask. Yes. Let me ask. Yes. yes. Don't, don't, don't. Okay. The the AR need don't. everything. Everything Eric said is one hundred percent on point. I think about the AR being an incredibly important game to the sand game. Jesus, man, weapon <laughs> to the sandbox because of everything we talked about. The but, players that are going to be hitting this, the new casuals, PC, and everything, right? Um, and it needs to be very effective. Uh, I'm not mm -hmm. denying that. Does the range feel, feel just it. a I, little too long? I was waiting for the butt. No. Just, just a little no. too long. Mm -mm. No. I, I think it's a hand. Show of hands. Every time. I like it, man. I'm not saying a nerf. It's it. an I'm AR. It has to have some range. It's just like 5% too yeah. far. Yeah. Like, like we talked about, it makes it viable. Like, Yeah. I knew it will be viable. Even in Halo 4 and 5, I didn't use the assault rifle ever. I just, mm. I, like Joe said, threw that on the ground immediately. But in mm -hmm. Halo Infinite, you can get kills. You can get lots yeah. of kills with the AR. Yeah. It feels good. feels mean. feels yeah, strong. That's the default <laughs> Spartan weapon. It should kick some ass. Up, it, should, it should be able to <laughs> shoot people at a distance. And it does. It's mm -hmm. not super effective at a distance, but yeah. it gets the job done. Yeah. No, that's that's fair. I, I think I think I think yeah, I know the three of us here, you, me, and Pat Ains. I think it needs just a little bit of damage fall off just from range because yeah, I, I have been outclassed so many times on Behemoth with an assault rifle when I'm using the sniper rifle. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I'm talking about like range. range. Like, but I kind of still does damage. Yeah, so I'm like I'm, I'm sniping range and they're still taking me out. So I'm just yeah. like. It, they're taking big, you out from the team is even range? like more apparent yeah. that it has from some base to tower range oh yeah. it has yeah. some really strong it, it has range. some yeah yeah, yeah i wouldn't fight what? it i wouldn't fight so i wouldn't fight a, a nerf to the ar like, i think it probably should be but if i had to choose between like the ar getting nerfed and then people that are coming to halo because i want this yeah, halo right. to be like the biggest mm -hmm. halo agree Absolutely. So if, if someone's going to come in with the AR, that's just slightly worse, but then they're going to get totally dunked on by, by Jordan with a 360 no-scope. <laughs> I would rather them be able to get that Welcome one or two kills and, and, and feel like they're progressing good, with man. their... Yeah. No. <laughs> I like how game positive he's like, I'm trying to give you constructive feedback. Ains and Jordan just talking smack to each yeah. other. 
Uh, no, yeah, I, I, I completely agree. It just, um, it takes some getting used to, right? And it's not yeah. necessarily yeah. a bad thing because yeah. as we've already covered, if you are, uh, you know, if you're playing well and you're a very competent player with the sidekick, even you can still outplay someone with the AR. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. But, and that's what I was saying. I, I still think the AR needs to be extremely effective. Uh, and it is, right? Uh, it just felt like that range. I was shocked I was getting killed from so far away yeah, with an yeah, AR, which is which is new, really. AR has never really had that kind of range yep. in Halo. Mm-hmm. So if, it may just, again, be getting used to it. But it mm-hmm. is what it is. Full if that's my biggest complaint, like... That's and fine. it probably won't even be in competitive anyway, so... That's fair, too. Yeah, yeah. so if you yeah. missed it, if, you, if everyone missed it today or anyone watching... Um, Uni and a few other guys at 343 said everything that's been in the flight so far have been their social settings, which is going to be your casual sandbox, you know, launch game. But there's competitive settings that are going to be in the game, too, which we'll see. We'll see what that looks like. Do you think it'll be BR pistol? Or BR only? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like sidekick, it has a faster TTK than BR. It will win in every BR. And if you hit all your shots, it will beat a BR every Up time. Up close, yeah. Depends, yeah it depends close on the range. Yeah, that, yeah, it's that, range. That's, yeah, that's the one thing that I did notice is that with with any kind of range with the pistol, you can't rely on if you if you're at range with somebody, you're not uh, you're not going to land all your shots a lot yeah. of times with that with that new pistol. And, and that might be like the other aspect to aims. I think maybe thinking about it, if you were going to do anything between the AR and the pistol, I I almost feel like maybe at a tad bit more range is how i would tweak that to the mm. pistol rather than reduce anything from the the ar because i do feel like that pistol really is at a disadvantage when you get to range uh, especially in that in the big team battle map i think that really stood out to me and uh, i was running for the commando and the br every yeah. chance yeah. i had and it was mm-hmm. getting pissed off whenever i couldn't get to one so yeah. maybe give a get, give a little bit more range to that pistol that yeah. might how do you feel about right. different sandbox like different balance settings for competitive versus Social, like in Gears of War, yeah. like the the damage of the shotgun and and all that stuff is mm-hmm. is significantly yes. different in competitive than it is in social. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Halo's done that too before. You know that mm-hmm. Halo's yeah. no stranger to that. So I, I fully expected they've already talked about stuff like that. So yeah, I yeah. I definitely expect that. Yeah, um, Commando, I, I love the Commando. I, um, I think too. it's an amazing weapon. Yeah. Um, but I just have to say I'm sad that my DR DMR died for. <laughs> I, I I miss a full on DMR. I just that was my favorite weapon always. <laughs> Same. So. Yeah, it's a good feeling. The DMR had some oomph, right, Pat? Yeah. Right. It's what? <laughs> it's, it can still come back. Is that what you yeah. said? Okay. Yeah. yeah fair. I still hope. Ten but for now. Game, pour one out. Only <laughs> 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 um, uh, the only thing I want to say the the difference between the commando and the DMR is uh, the DMR taught you to be more patient with shooting just mm-hmm. because of the reticle. You know, I mean, whenever Bloom. it, uh, Bloom. yeah, you know, whereas the commando. Word. The commando just makes you want to just <laughs> constantly yeah. hold that trigger down. Dude, yeah. sounds, yeah. Because it, it feels so, so good. good to shoot it. And yeah. I, it and sounds I'm, so good. It's like you're punching concrete. Like you just, yeah. the most, it's so rewarding. It's but the most makes satisfying less, perfect metal you'll get tone. in that game. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. When yeah. you get commando yeah. perfect, it's like, oh, I'm done. Drop it. I'm That's done. It. I've done your accuracy ride. drops because you're just freaking going ham on the freaking trigger. But it feels good. So we, we jumped over to weaponry and, you know, we talked sidekick AR, obviously battle rifle is what it is. Uh, sniper feels fantastic. It's just a lot harder and infinite to hit those snipes consistently. A um, couple, couple weapons I wanted to bring up to you guys that I know like me and, and the people I played with were just really confused on. And first and foremost is the pulse carbine. Um, mm. 
I don't yes. get that weapon because I've been like, you know, a short range from someone and just putting bursts into them. Uh, maybe not hitting all of the, you know, the actual individual pellets or whatever you want to call them, but still, like it's, it feels like I'm just throwing Legos at them. Yeah. And meanwhile, like someone can be across the map and they'll break my shield in one burst, and I'm like, what the hell is this weapon? What, what is, is going on it. with it? That I is, it's literally like a two burst time. kill. That, yeah, like at range, yeah. it's a two burst kill. If you try to use it medium to short, you're going to miss every freaking <laughs> round in that burst. That's yeah. I've only used it on bizarre going across the way at people. And then that's okay. that's the only use I have for it. It, it just team. yeah, it feels very very specific, right? Like yes. here's your one use for this weapon, and that's it. Right. Um, Which I don't think it should be that way. So me I neither. would like to see some changes to it. Yeah. Um, what about the fact that uh the plasma pistol doesn't EMP anymore because we've got the dynamo grenades and the, right. the shockwave shock um <laughs> or shock rifle, sorry. Um what's the plasma pistol going to do yes you've got your you've got your combo right and your headshot combo which is for everything but i mean and i didn't see a lot of people using it outside of that in very specific mm -hmm. instances again and a lot of people tried to emp like they sure did uh, like, you know i did why isn't it working <laughs> yeah yeah i know i, I did yeah. i think it's still fun like I personally didn't use the plasma pistol in multiplayer for most of the halos. I found myself like because of the core setup of the sandbox experimenting with different guns and experimenting with the plasma pistol. So obviously, yeah, you, you charge it up, you break their shield, you punch them. That's the combo. If you're going to use it, right. you should probably be doing that. Um, but I kind of like that they took the EMP away because I felt mm -hmm. like when I was playing Halo 4 and Halo 5, it was way too easy to, to disable yeah. vehicles. Yeah, like vehicles went down so fast and it felt so lame when you get into a Mantis, get hit with the plasma pistol and it was just gone. Right? Yeah, cool. Especially when awesome. you can spawn with it in Halo 4. I guess I'll oh, wait yeah, 20 minutes to get that again. Um, yeah. So I, I do <laughs> like that you got to use the grenades or some of the yeah. other kind of equipment to disable vehicles and it's not yeah. so much grab this plasma pistol that pretty much anyone can get and vehicles are disabled. That's the one thing I'm actually glad I, if, if, it, if I was working at three, four, three, I'd find a, a ditch to bury that pistol in. Cause I have such a <laughs> loathe for the, for the plasma pistol. It's a, it's a deep hatred because I hate how it tracks. I hate how it dis, uh, disables vehicles. And so to see that this one is, it doesn't, it doesn't track. It's it does, it, but much lighter than much, it yeah, yeah, way, yeah, way less. Yeah. Um, it if it, it feels like there is like the noob combo is is gone, and now it, it, there is a layer of skill there that when I die by the you know plasma pistol br combo, I'm not upset because I'm like okay, yeah, at least he had to, you know, at least at least yeah. he had to aim at me. You know, yeah. and and with the vehicle destruction system that they've implemented in Infinite, oh, God, I don't so miss good. the uh, the EMP <laughs> as much. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like on on Behemoth, when it's there at the spawn next to the opposite the DMR or the or, or the Commando or the BR, I'm not going for that thing. I'm, I'm, I've <laughs> never touched it once. No way. Yeah, yeah. That's why, like, so you I, have those weapon lockers with the plasma pistol and pulse carbine all over the place, and I'm like, all right, we're wasting space here, fellas. Yeah. Come on, right? <laughs> so, is it is the existence of it justified still now? Because I mean, it's it's kind of redundant. I don't, I don't right? Uh, yeah, I think That's it's kind of my point. Yeah, okay. I think there's maps like with long cord, like like the the middle uh, 
like track where the sniper spawns on yeah. live fire. That's live like fire. perfect spot for a noob combo, especially at the beginning okay. when you're running for the sniper. And I think that if it did disable vehicles, that's just like too many ways to handle right. vehicles. Too redundant. Agree. Yeah. Because there's there is the grenade that we talked about, and there's the the shock rifle, but there's also and the, the skewer now too. And yep. the skewer, yeah, is even easier. <laughs> and then there's the grappling hook too, which is very True. easy to yep. grapple jack. Yeah. Instant. Yeah. So like there would be like would you, there, I'd rather there be a no point to a plasma pistol with vehicles then there would be no point to vehicles yep. yeah uh, because Fair. yeah they're they're just there would be way too many and i think they want to focus the shock rifle because it's brand new they, they would have to trade and the shock rifle is harder to disable vehicles too with in the yeah. versus the old plasma pistol because you have to yep, hit two shots or whatever so yeah it's a great weapon though um i love the shield break at range you know and there's other weapons that weren't in the normal flight that <laughs> have that ability too to disrupt keyword there disrupt vehicles yeah. uh, that will be in the final game so there's yeah. there's that too yeah so yeah. there's plenty in the sandbox to disable vehicles the halo 3 landmine <laughs> stop it um what about the heat wave heat wave is another one i've really struggled with um Oof. i just yeah. i just i i'm i like the i don't first. know I hate it now. I don't <laughs> care for it. Yeah, I don't. I'm someone. Big... Uh, yeah. Oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm I'm big on the heat wave. <laughs> I didn't get it at first because uh, horizontal. It makes no sense. Yeah. I still yeah. figure horizontal. Horizontal sucks. Oh, yeah, Something fierce. And I'm like, I, I'm blasting this guy four or five times. <laughs> Vertical though, yeah. that's like two shot kill. Yeah, and it like, has yeah, range. It is. And yeah, you, yeah, you shoot. You can either. shoot them once if you're in a hallway. Shoot them once; it'll hit them, go through them, bounce off the wall, and it's a kill with one shot if you do yeah, the yeah. vertical. And you hit them with every pellet. So once that clicked, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I get the heat wave now. <laughs> yeah. The okay. ability to swap to horizontal, though, I don't understand right. the scenario unless you're just blind firing down a hallway and hoping for the yes. best. <laughs> but um, the does it damage vehicles? Area. It does. That's it goes through through vehicles too. Like it, it's where if you read the bottom, like you know, the little tips on the screen, it's like. The heat wave projectiles can go through enemies and vehicles. So it literally will damage it and still go through it, like Miles was saying, and you could ricochet it back and hit them. Like the only only spot ever used for the horizontal, I think, was where it spawns on live fire in the bottom in that really okay. tight corridor. Yeah. Right. And that is it. That is the out of all the maps we've played and all that, I have never used horizontal otherwise. No, I, was well, that's, I was just gonna say, Ains, that um someone pointed out to me that you can if you use it. Against the vehicle, you'd you'd want to use it horizontal because you know the, the hitbox yeah, the hitbox right. of the vehicle yeah. is more longitudinal right. than it is uh, that way. They so. thought of everything, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> no, I, I was with Miles on that. It, it's a really good tight quartered weapon if you're using mm -hmm. it vertical. But I, I it, that makes sense now. Now I get it. Now I get yeah. why it would go horizontal. Yeah. Yeah. It should now be vertical. I want to log in and try it. when you pick it up. <laughs> when you pick it up off the wall, it should be vertical by default. That's my gripe. Oh, yeah. I still can't figure it out, so I just don't touch it, and I get aggravated when I die by it. <laughs> <laughs> like, God, why can they do it and I can't? This is stupid. <laughs> exactly. I hate it here, but I love it. Do it again. <laughs> yeah. That's like, you just basically quoted new Halo players for every weapon, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like yeah. new one of the toughest things for Halo, and I know we all know this, but it's like when new players come in, they feel like they're dying instantly. Um, yet they feel like they're shooting a million shots and never killing anyone, right? It's it's that scenario, yes. and it's like, do you do you think? And I know Eric, you touched on this a little bit, but do you think Infinite is in a good place with the academy, with the bots, with the weapon drills to really kind of um, 
what I would call onboard, right? Yep. New players into Infinite in a better place than prior Halos. I, I definitely oh, think yes, but I, yeah. but do you think with all the millions of people that are going to log into this game on day one, as we know, right? Or hopefully tens of millions if we're, you know, if it really does well. Um, do you think it's going to have more staying power than we've seen from past Halos with those brand new people that have never played Halo before? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. If it's it's I think it's more because of being free to play in Steam. Yeah, uh, I think sure. that will give it its legs more than other Halos. But uh, in terms of bots, like I think it's really awesome that it's there. Uh, if I when I first started playing uh, Halo competitively, like in multiplayer, it was Halo Two, and I got dummied even by like my friend's dad, which is embarrassing. But <laughs> well, now man, that's I, me nowadays, man. Yeah, I could beat them all <laughs> now. But like back then, it was I. It felt like you were just going in and getting destroyed. Uh, over and over and over again until you finally started being able to play, uh, which is fine if you're a kid and you have tons of time and you don't care about that stuff. But if you're an adult and you have an hour to play, like you're not going to stick around if you're constantly getting destroyed. So having that first level of bots is like really good. I do think though that they should have like one level higher in bot difficulty because mm. like I can't, I guess I can't really gauge it properly because I've played Halo a lot, but even like the Spartan level bots, they like they pose no challenge at all um for me uh and Damn. a lot of people how good play, are you did you play against a bot during this fight <laughs> kicked my ass i didn't, I didn't do it this fight i did okay. last fight. they've changed a lot they, okay they did okay. harder yes. in the second flight they I in the first then. one i don't yeah. want to get owned by bots no 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 double down double down i mean never mind i'll crush all the bots exactly i'm right there with you those spartan bots don't pose a challenge you know get good do you think that's because yeah, people like like everyone here, right, who plays yeah. Halo religiously, do you think it's because we're not playing bots, right? Like we're at the yeah. point where it's like you need that human on human competition to really right. kind of thrive and push you forward. Whereas the Flight 2 Spartan bots are really about, you know, if a casual, if a brand new Halo player went in and played those Spartan bots, they're going to get wrecked. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, they're using all the tools in the sandbox. I just, I would, I agree with you, Eric. I'd like to see like, Esports bots or whatever you want to call it, right? HCS bots, um, just for fun, nightmare. right? Yeah, just yeah. just for people like yeah. us to goof around with. But I think in terms of uh, building the game and building the user base, it, it probably wouldn't play much of a role. They even yeah. talked about you know adding more difficulty to bots. They talked about customizing certain aspects of bots post-launch, mm -hmm. like uh, being able cool. to control how frequently they throw grenades and things like that. Oh, so wow. I mean, there's going to be some customization when it comes to bots. Uh, post-launch um, as for right now like you said as somebody who plays uh, a lot of halo i'm not going to use the bots much but i will use it when i first hop on if it's been a couple of days because i know how mm -hmm. hard halo 5 was to get back in after missing <laughs> yes. a couple of days your mm -hmm. aim felt like you couldn't you would sh wouldn't land a single shot yep. um with infinite yeah I'll, I'll definitely go in and hop in especially with that training mode where you could change weapons on the fly yeah change bot you know yes. without having to go awesome. back out to the main menu that's freaking awesome yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So to change all that on the fly and, and to play on the maps that I'm going to be playing on yes. anyways, instead of jumping into, you know, a one v one, you know, uh, a call it or uh, octagon, you know, is if, right. if you use that to get warmed up, you know, I I'd rather just play on the maps I'm going to play on anyways. So I think it's I think it's cool. Yeah, you gotta so add what? Halo Two Jackal sniper bots. I was about to say though. So, like, was I the only outcast that actually was playing against the uh, bots over the weekend? Yes, yes. I, I, yes, I would warm up against them. Like, you know, <laughs> I, like before the flight went live, like the matchmaking. I, I would, yeah, be there, you know, oh, yeah. I, 
I, I will say they actually, they do a lot. And if, I, I would actually challenge people to, to try it out a little bit more because especially like we were just talking about some of the weapons we didn't know how to use. And, and I was using that mode to try to learn different weapons. Yeah. And that's the thing that sometimes mm -hmm. you don't, I, I know you say, you know, you learn against the humans and it's true. You're never going to replicate the humans. But the, at the same time, there's always that, that ego thing. It's like, you're not going to pick up the thing you're worse with, or you don't know how to use. Or you're just going to let it. I still, I played over 2000 hours of Halo five and there's still weapons. I don't ever learn how to right. use because it doesn't make, I, I don't want to, I don't want to get killed. So I, I do think that what, what, uh, 343 did with their their onboarding with that mode uh, when you start to tweak it because you can up their level of, of, of you know difficulty and then obviously you can turn on and off whether they're going to fire back at you so like I had a mode where I was just practicing trying to get that sniper down where they weren't firing at me they're they were just moving all around the map and mm -hmm. I'm trying to get that timing down and these are things like to, to me this sets like a new bar that I think other first person shooters are probably going to replicate in the future because it really is uh, it really is a kind of a special mode for that because it, it does not only is it good for the new player i think it's going to be good for the, the the pro players if you're trying mm -hmm. to learn a weapon um and i will say that the bot when you turn up that difficulty all the way they were whipping my ass by the way so i was like <laughs> yeah. i was like oh, man yeah. i don't know how much better this guy is than me because he's probably he yeah. were, if you if you're oh, if you man. find a <laughs> If you find these bots easy when you turn it up all the way up, man, then uh, you know you you got some mad skills. We're clip we're clipping Eric saying that the bots yeah, are uh, he was stomping on them. We're gonna put that out there. He, he didn't say he didn't play the bots this flight. Though, no, 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 he didn't. That's not where we're clipping. We're <laughs> oh, no, 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 context doesn't matter. All right, no context. Miles, one v one any bot. No, the one v one bot. Yeah, just to. To piggyback off of what you guys were saying really quick with the academy, I have a friend who plays uh, Warzone religiously. He wants to get into Halo. Uh, Good man. Good man. Yeah, he does. He really, really wants to. And that was one of the things that I was um, that I really emphasized to him because I told him, I'm like, look, man, I'm you know, the weapons feel different, the shooting feels different. You know, I mean, I don't need to tell you guys, you all know. And um, you know, I said to him, I'm like, if you're planning on just jumping in right away with people, you're gonna get your ass kicked. So he actually played against the bots. And then it also reminds the other thing, too, is even the first flight, if you guys forgot, like we spent an entire week on playing against bots and we had a fantastic time. Mm -hmm. So despite the fact that it's not human, you know, it's not PVP, we they still did a very good job of replicating at least that feel, you know, to a certain extent. You know, I mean, it's a pretty admirable job, especially like with the higher difficulty settings. So I think it is very important. I think it's excellent, especially for the newcomers. And I think it's such a brilliant move to put it in because now that you're going free to play and you're going to try to get all of these players away from all of these other games, whether it's Warzone or Apex or uh, Fortnite, whatever the hell it is, right? You you need to try to attract these brand new players who have never played Halo before and even people who played Halo, right? Or at least who haven't played it in a long time. I have a few friends who are interested in Infinite, but they haven't played a Halo since the first one. You know, I mean, and they're just like, oh, Halo is Halo. I'm like, it absolutely is fucking not. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, no, it's not, man. You know, so uh, I, I think it's an excellent, uh, it's a really, really great addition. And the more they add to it, it's uh, it's it's going to be, it's a very powerful tool, at least for them, yeah. you know, for anybody who's coming and, in. Sure. And Abe made a great point because there was one night where uh, I think, when it was just fours and we had like five in our voice party and I was like, all right, you guys play. And I like jumped on behemoth, gave myself unlimited ammo in the sniper against a team of four. 
And I was just like, I'm just going to keep playing this until I get better with the sniper, you know, and start hitting some of those shots. So it's it's great to just be able to set that stuff off on the fly. It's yeah, it's amazing. And I agree with you completely, Abe, that we're going to see other shooters do this. Um, Mm -hmm. But what I think and we're not talking about campaign, but what excites me is if the AI is this good with the bots. Right. And I know Mm -hmm. we talked about this, but imagine campaign. Right. Because many of us are, you know. You know, you're going to play on Legendary. Those elites are going to make you look like an idiot from time to time, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, yeah. Um, let's jump over to map design, guys. Um, so, we, we kind of touched on weapons and mechanics. So, maps are a critical, critical part to Halo, uh, especially, you know, big teams, more of a sandbox experience. But in, in arena, right, in competitive 4v4, the maps play a huge role. And there's been a lot of criticism. <sighs> Go to sleep. Criticisms. I know, dude. I've been, I've, been, I've been awake too much lately. Too much. There's been a lot of criticism of 343 with Halo 4 and Halo 5 that there's a few good kind of arena competitive maps, but overall they haven't been great, right? Um, especially when you look at the history of Halo, like Halo 2 in particular, which are just legendary for their maps, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We've seen four maps now, a four and four. They're bringing vehicles back, which Behemoth showed us, right? And I, I personally... Outside of Bizarre, which I think needs some tuning, um, it just feels a little out of place in the Halo sandbox, in my opinion. Uh, outside of that aspect, I felt that all four of the maps, especially uh, Live Fire, uh, Recharge, and Behemoth, are excellent, excellent maps. Not only do they have the feel of Halo and the kind of classic design elements that you'd like to see, but there's so many uh, nuances to them in terms of uh, movement capability, map traversal, uh, shooting angles, corridors, et cetera, just that mix of gameplay uh, and mm-hmm. verticality too, which we're seeing, especially in like recharge, which um, is just incredible to me. I think they're really, really, you can see that they know they've, they've heard the criticisms of their map design for competitive mm-hmm. form four. You can see the, they've put a lot of focus into it, at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Behemoth. I, I was, can I was we talk about how, go ahead, Sorry. <laughs> I was say, Behemoth is, I was not expecting any map in this flight to be what I would consider one of the best Halo maps of all yeah. time. But Behemoth, like the balance, the structure, mm-hmm. it feels so good. Going back and playing Master Chief Collection, one thing I hate about some of the early Halo maps is they're flat. They're super flat. Yes. So it's just sniper, snipers all day. Yeah. None of these maps have that feeling. So even if you can get the, the sniper shots, there's always multiple levels to every single stage. So you never feel like it's this flat plane where you're a sitting duck. And I, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I feel like these maps start to capture what you felt with Halo 2, where each map had an identity, right? Like, you know, it, it's interesting. Like, when you think about Halo is like one of the few games, maybe the only game I can really think of where so many maps have their own like they're almost like characters in the world, you know, in the world. And uh, this, I think it's back to that feel. Uh, I do know that, you know, Max Holberman and his team were, mm-hmm. you know, they, they were the guys that did the original uh, trilogy and uh, they're part of Bungie and, and they're back. They're back on this game. I don't know exactly what they're, you know, how many maps they did and things like that, but you can feel a lot of that original personality. Uh, they're all diverse. They uh, like, you know, like, what Miles was saying, like they do play differently, different weapons work better in different areas of the maps. Um, right. So you can kind of, you can really try to find, you know, just 
areas that really play to your strengths and your weapons. And so, uh, yeah, the way a lot more thoughtful. I, I I do feel like a lot of the ones in Halo Five kind of blended in, and I don't know if that was the sandbox, if that was like the flattening of you know all the weapons and everything um, in the in the moves, or if that was the maps themselves. But everything just comes together really nicely in this. Yeah. yeah. He, he, what's what's Ian talking about here? Ian, what are you doing? Ian, you're crazy. What are you dog. doing? Right? <laughs> no, man. Be, yeah, behemoth <laughs> said earlier though is true about bizarre. Um yeah, it bizarre. is uh, a snooze fest for Slayer. Yeah, but yes, CTF yeah, yes. plays a lot better yeah, on Bizarre. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, funny enough, that first flight where they didn't have CTF, many of us played it and were like, this feels like an objective map. But for Slayer, it's it's garbage. It feels yeah, like yeah, uh yeah, yeah it feels yeah. like a COD kind of camp fest, yeah, right? Like yes. going, yeah, exactly. You're you're forced to stay back with a precision weapon. And yeah. um if you go down low to go for rockets or grapple or overshield invis, whatever, it's it's you're you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> there is no there is incentive to go down there, but it is I, I there there needs to be more cover. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the callouts, but you know where the truck is where overshield and power ups are. Uh-huh. Yes. That that area alone is just like a death trap. I wish that was almost <laughs> either had a, a bridge going from yeah. the lockers to the library or whatever that is from those two ends or just enclosed all the way. I, I do not like going down there at all. No. It really breaks up the flow of combat, especially in Slayer. But yeah, it, it definitely plays a lot better. And like like Miles uh, was saying too about the, uh, about the design, I, I already feel the design is a lot better, uh, both mm-hmm. aesthetically uh, than Halo 5 and um the way it plays uh I, I did a couple of videos of just the ambient sounds on the map and how much love just goes into the sound design yeah when mm-hmm. you're walking by it is yeah. it, it's all it's an eargasm cool. it's absolutely awesome <laughs> i love how much work has gone into the sound design for this game yeah. but i i will say this too though i, I there are some halo 4 and 5 maps i really enjoy coliseum Me too. 5, Me too. i absolutely love halo 4 i'll keep saying it even what anybody says even thank okay? you i don't care what anybody says btb on halo 4 was one of my favorite yes BTB experience. thank you Pam. okay 100 right. the, the maps were amazing exile maybe exile. <laughs> yeah exile yes. top yeah. notch dude yeah um and you know i i really do like that but what 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 multiplayer game from nowadays think about it like what i play a lot of shooters obviously halo the most but all multiplayer games really don't have good maps compared to the series past like call of duty's maps suck uh, I haven't really. There hasn't been like a new classic Call of Duty map. They are always bringing back the old stuff because they, they can't. just bring back the old ones. Over. Yeah, Nuketown, you know, like baby. It must be. Yeah, Nuketown for the 18th time. Let's go. You know, like it just. It it might be a really hard to design classic maps. You know, after for a series that's been around for so long. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I don't envy their positions. But could I say something it, controversial? No, I okay. mean absolutely not. Uh, never mind. <laughs> No, um, I, I was listening patiently and diligently to everybody about these maps and all this jazz. Okay. Uh-oh. I'm just going to come out and say it. I love oh. all the maps, but bizarre. I think bizarre is not yeah. a good map. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's, okay, that's what we know. just said, Joe. Well, no, like, I, I, okay, I thought. Good job, good friend, job. Joe. Oh, thank Joe. you. Next time, try listening. Oh, no, I, I, I thought you quick. guys, I thought you guys were giving like some like, oh yeah, Bazaar is like good here or there, or it needs some work. Like, I straight up when Bazaar is playing, I'm like, this is. Not great. Gameplay wise, it does suck, but aesthetically, that is like oh, it's very pleasing. Halo Two vibe. Yeah, I love that and all the callbacks. 
So I hope like oh, the new waypoint because what um they used to do right you used to be able to see the heat maps of every map on waypoint right and waypoint, I guarantee yeah. you the heat map on freaking bizarre it's just gonna be red in the middle yeah right you know what yeah, I mean because like all the battle takes place there whereas live fire recharge you know all the other maps basically it feels like every area on the map is utilized yep, properly absolutely right um whereas the, it just yeah it doesn't fit the flow is just I, bonk on that map yeah I'll, I'll be honest man I really so uh, I, compared to the other maps, um, okay, compared to the other maps, I'm not as high on it as the other maps, but I will tell you, capture the flag in Bazaar is fun. Yeah. No. Ca yeah. Capture yeah, the flag. I really, yeah, really true. love playing capture the flag on that map because man, we had some heated freaking matches on uh, on Bazaar, and I think the way that it's designed for capture the flag works for it. Yeah. You know. Uh. But yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm with you guys though. Now, can I say something controversial here? Actually, oh, controversial, please. Joe controversial. Right. Yes. Okay. I actually yes. like the map Bazaar, which I guess I'm in the uh, minority <laughs> yeah. here. I yes. I think the I'm traversal through windows is really cool. I love the loop. I love the, the rain that exists around the map with, like you said, the central area is absolute chaos. And if you're in the central area, you're probably dead. But I do like that kind of flow of just running the circle, seeing what's around, cutting through the buildings in the middle. And the the upper and lower deck between the uh, where the spanker spawns and then where the, the bulldog spawns underneath. So it's not my favorite map, but I do have fun with it. I like yeah. it. I'm not afraid yeah. to say I like it. But yeah. Yeah. hey, you're entitled to that. It's you're entitled to that. I'm just gonna mute you the rest of the show. Just <laughs> okay. Fair enough. It's the least favorite. There we go. I'll say it that way. That's the diplomatic way. I think one thing that's encouraging though about Bazaar, uh, like just to be let's just to not pile on too much with Bazaar. Sure. Uh well for starters, like it's the worst map in the beta, but it's the best map in 99% of like first person shooters because hey. like Halo games just have the best maps outside of maybe Destiny has some really good. No, I see too. I disagree. Like Bazaar I loathe. Like I don't think any any mode it plays well in because oh. it's way too centralized. Like capture the flag is just it's like you're either gonna go down the alley or you're gonna so, some crazy lunatic's gonna actually drive up the middle. Like it's just, it's yeah, it just doesn't feel very good whatsoever. Like I feel like you're either standing back or you're in the middle in the kill box. There's there's no middle it's not ground a good there. Yeah, yeah. I, no. I mean, I agree with with all of that, but what I think is encouraging about it uh, is kind of what Patman was saying earlier. Is like it was worse in the first flight and they're making subtle changes to try and improve it. Those, oh, sure. those like AC yeah. units actually yeah. like hugely change the map exactly. uh, for the better, especially uh, with capture and different paths and stuff like that. Um, and if they're going to be that agile to address like these concerns that the people have, um, like assuming that that wasn't in the cards, like from the beginning, then that gives you a lot of hope for, for, yep. for maps like bizarre or any other map that might come out and have issues. Yeah, I think that bizarre is like it. one, one extra path out like from one end to the other that's not through the middle from being like a 10 out of 10 map exactly you just need one other route mm. other than the the I'll shotgun come. route or just straight through the middle to get to the other yeah. side and i think yeah. it's that's what i was saying about that one area above truck like that would be a perfect you know quick i mean even if it's an open area with just a bridge where you don't have to take the time to drop down jump up on top of the truck yeah. and then jump over to the other one just to be able to flow right across would just create such a like just that small tweak would create such a different gameplay element well yep. it's it's very promising they've already tweaked it because it means they're yeah. hearing mm -hmm. right i yeah. mean they're, they're one thing i think we all agree on i think is that 343 is very active 
in yeah. hearing feedback and, and tuning this game. Yep. Um, and yeah. Eric, I, I, I generally agree with you. Um, you had me until you start talking about Destiny, and then uh, I tuned out. Versal Time <laughs> is yeah. a fantastic map. I hope someone makes it in Forge. <laughs> <laughs> by, the, by the way, Joe, Pucci said, who hurt you on Bazaar? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to know. All right? Too many people, man. What, yeah, happened, too many. <laughs> what happened in the rat room, Joe? Talk a lot of campers. <laughs> Um, so we've, we've talked to Rita, um, we only got one big team map and big team is, uh, you know, a little more unique, uh, differentiating between older halos and infinite, obviously, because it's a bigger mode now, right? 12 V 12 mm -hmm. instead of AV8, which I think was after playing it, absolutely the right move. Um, I forget who said it. I think it might've been a bad bit or not bad bit. Jesus. Sorry, Joe. Might've been three bit on big cast this week was, um, 8v8 in 2021, 2022 just doesn't feel big anymore, right? It did at a time. Whereas 12 on 12 seems to be really great. The map fits perfectly. The vehicle play is fantastic. Uh, fragmentation already, like, and I played a lot of fragmentation this past weekend. Uh, that map is already ingrained in my head as a legendary big team map. I mean, it's gorgeous. It has countless routes and maneuverability that you can manage through it, right? It's not limited to like a path here, path here. Mm -hmm. um, the vehicles all have, a, you know, some type of play that can come into effect. The loot caves are cool. Um, yep. You know, I just, there, I can't even think about a complaint that I have with fragmentation. Uh, total control. Well, that's a mode. Hold on. I, trust me. I'm loaded for that conversation. Yeah. We'll get to it. No, I think, I think that map ahead, is Eddie, excellent. Um, there's either times where I love it or, or hate it, depending on the mode. But I really do like where that map has taken things from games like Apex very cleverly with the the loot cave uh, situation where you have to stand by the door and to unlock it and then you get all these cool weapons inside of it. Um, I really like that because that adds a little extra depth to not just the map itself, but the different modes you're playing as well. Because even in, in uh, what was it, the control uh, map, it's like, okay, should yeah. we should we actually risk losing A so that we can go to this room and unlock, you know, whatever may be in there to give us the edge? Like, there's a risk factor that I really love about it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and the, the things the developers did, I was going to say about rap, stole my freaking thunder, Rapscallion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, the developer said that they put little Easter eggs in there too. Like when you cap a flag, it charges the forerunner oh, tower. Yes. Oh, the beam up to the so sky. Cool. That's, that's yeah. badass. That's awesome. Um, the thing that I was worried about with fragmentation with BTB in general was um, AR pistol starts on a big, big map, how sure. that would play. Mm -hmm. But you, I never had a problem scavenging anything. Like right no. off the mm -hmm. bat, you have shock rifle available to you, commando, BR. Um, underneath the bases, you have the hook shot bulldog you know there is a bunch of stuff the ravager yeah. there's plenty to scavenge yeah. um i think the only thing i had a problem with in btb and the, and this is me not being a big btb guy because it's just too much chaos for me i'm a sweaty try hard i don't have enough bullets <laughs> in my mag to kill one to two people let alone <laughs> 11 other people you know after i kill one so I, I i i think it embraces the fun more than anything yes, yes. Um, yes. Which was absolutely cute. um the cubes fucking yeah the awesome. kong man gotta get Dude, that kong that that kong. i saw your clip pat i saw your thank clip. you uh, i was just i was in just it was pure pandemonium i just threw up a prayer and yeah just, boom it's it just that kind of fun 
um, element in BTB. The only thing I didn't like was uh, the the vehicle. Like the immersion was cool with the Pelicans dropping vehicles in and stuff, yeah. but sometimes it just felt like the spawns were kind of you know wonky with that. You'd get a scorpion yeah. with like ten seconds remaining. Like oh thanks cool yeah you know yeah. and uh, sometimes it would only mm. spawn on the enemy side or you know I'd never even seen it come in. They would have their wasp before we got our wasp. So. Yes. Hey Joe, yeah. you can, yeah I've seen you yeah. a couple times. I'll try to talk while S- muted, dude. Sorry, no, no, no. Yeah, that's I'm trying to. Yeah, there's people talking. I'm trying to be respectful. Um, that that's the one thing that I actually like. It's a really cool idea. It just needs. Yeah, there's like this RNG element I feel to it that just it feels random. Like there was one time where I think maybe it was capture flag or whatever. We were right about to win, and then oh, it's control, and then they spawned a scorpion. We were like at the last 45 seconds of the map, we never got our scorpion and they were able to tie the game with us and it mm-hmm. felt unfair. And that except takes the fun that, out. Of except it. for that single shot seven kill you got. God bless. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, oh shit. I lost what I was going to say. Someone go. <laughs> uh, I, I want them to ramp up the vehicle spawns in general. I think mm-hmm. like, yeah. like you guys have touched on, it seems random. But it's it's awesome when the vehicles are in play and you have people skewering them and they're flipping and rolling and there's the huge explosion with all the f- new physics and particle effects. But you go a long stretch without getting a vehicle, I feel like, after mm-hmm. the start of the game with some modes. Um, capture the flag seems the most consistent. Like you have the timer, you see the vehicles mm-hmm. coming, but those random drops like the scorpion. Every time there's been a scorpion in any match I've played, it's like the last minute and 30 seconds. Like yeah. the scorpion is in the in the fight at the tail end every yeah, right. single time. Right. It's disappointing mm-hmm. when you, when you I've don't never get even seen one. I saw the scorpion yeah, twice all weekend. Oh, yeah, okay. I saw it a bunch, but oh. to their point, it it does come at the end. I, I think <laughs> I think what you're saying, Miles, is like it should be kind of dynamic right and more random where it's just like you never know what's going to drop and then that that makes your teams or the teams fight for whatever's coming right you hear like two minutes into a match you see a scorpion coming in you're like oh shit you know yeah oh yeah yeah oh one of the things i wanted to call out though one of the things i was really concerned about going into this was the fact that they were going to add more players to it the one you know if you think about like classic halos the, the eight versus eight it added it allowed like a lot of people to join or bigger teams to join but you still felt like you had some sort of like you were cha- you could change the flow if you're a good player you could you can make an impact on the game. Whereas like when I play something like battlefield, I just, I just feel like I'm another ant out there in the field. And like, I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm fodder for whoever's got the vehicle. Right. And, and I was really surprised by how well they seemed they were able to grow the, the, the base of players by 50%, you know, increase that map size. And they still seem to have that flow, like the flow that you would expect from a big team battle in the past. And, uh, and then even as an individual player, one of 12 people, I still felt like I was, you know, making an impact. It wasn't just, you know, I, I, I wasn't just, I don't know. I, sometimes I don't even know, like I play battlefield for fun, but it's like, I, I, I don't feel like I'm doing anything to either side <laughs> when I'm on either team. And, yeah. and here it's like, Hey, I can grab a skewer. I'm going to take out this vehicle. I'm going to really change the flow of that. You know, yeah, like, you could have a role you, still, you know, yes. like, and play oh, everyone role. has a role. Yeah. 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 Yes. Even, if, and, and, even if you're not, uh, you know, like we've been talking about, even if you're not a top halo player, that's nailing all your sidekick shots or whatever, you we can just call them a Luke. <laughs> you, can, you can still have a good impact on the game i completely yeah. agree yeah. yeah yeah 
Can we talk about uh, control? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Let, let, so let's yeah. talk modes, right? We we've obviously Slayer goes without saying, right? Um, and we've talked about uh, capture the flag to a degree, and I think capture the flag works really well. Oh, one more thing before we do total control. It's these type of uh, details that I think 343 is nailing really well is, well, two things. The Mongoose now was always that kind of side vehicle where it was like it was a last resort, right? It was like, oh, God, there's no <laughs> oh, Warthog. God, there's, there's no Ghost. There's no anything else. Yeah. Fine, I'll jump, on a, I'll, I'll jump on a Mongoose and die 90% of the time. But yeah. if you notice, the Mongoose is much faster than the Warthog now, right? So like yes. now you're making that kind of decision where, okay, do I need a team with me and a gunner or do I want to just try and race? and get that capture the flag, you know, or get behind the enemy base, whatever it may be. Uh, and I think those little details are really important. Um, the other thing in big team that we talked earlier about the halo dance and the ability at arena to really kind of make those amazing plays where you uh, get the reversal right against multiple people. BTB just seemed to be even, you know, just, it throws even more out there, right? Like mm -hmm. there's times where it's like, you're looking at five enemies and all of a sudden, you know, you're just using the environment, different weaponry that's around. And before you know it, you've got an overkill and you feel like the best Halo player that's ever lived. And I think those moments, right? Someone, um, I don't know if it was you, Abe, someone we were playing with this weekend was essentially saying, you know, we keep, we always heard about battlefield moments over the past several years, how they even yeah. advertised them, right? Playing battlefield recently. I had more of those moments in Halo infinite BTB than I've Absolutely. had in battlefield recently Absolutely. by a yeah. long shot. Yeah. um so Those it's water uh, cooler moments yeah exactly um <laughs> and, and look how many of us were posting clips like hey check this shit out you know what i mean yeah. and it's just like i think that's going to be a huge boon to the social aspect of halo infinite when it launches i don't know Ants. i give it a month tops the time to kill is too high yeah yeah, yeah. it's just hype it's just hype okay it's so. just still halo at the end of the day that's the problem <laughs> You hear that nonsense? Um, <laughs> hey guys, did you know that Far Cry Six is a Far Cry game? I, it's no, weird. I, 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 I can't one. play it. I can't okay, can play I it. One of my least like it triggers me so hard when one of my viewers says this. They're like, "Yeah, I really, I really like Halo Five. It was a great shooter, just not a good Halo." What the yeah. fuck does that even mean? It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. How could it be a good shooter but not a good Halo? Yeah. It's what got strong it, bro. It can't yeah. be Halo. Yeah. yeah. It's literally one of those Number things that people bad. say to try them to try their make to try to make their opinion sound higher, holier than thou. Right. When yeah. in reality it means nothing. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Anyway, uh most y'all know who you are out there. <laughs> so <laughs> Here's what I'll say, and I'm really curious to hear your guys' thoughts, because in our parties, we had a lot of debate about this this weekend, is strongholds on the 4v4 maps, I really like. I think Love it's it. well implemented. There's yes. a fantastic kind of rotation, rotation. of play, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> total control, I don't like at all. I at think all. It, <laughs> at all. I, I think it, it really goes completely counter to what makes big team fun. Um, and instead basically condenses 24 players into this 10% of the map um, mm -hmm. and just removes all of the kind of things that make big team great. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, whereas I, I really do think, especially with the size of the map, if they change total control, just take from battlefield for once, take conquest, put like seven points across mm -hmm. the map, right? Use the entire map, allow people to, to pick and choose the engagements they want to make to battle for kind of a point system, I think you would be a lot more conducive to the Halo sandbox 
rather than spawn, run to the same point every time, mm -hmm. throw a few grenades, try to capture a point, die, rinse, repeat. That's what everyone does. And yeah. that's the whole that's the whole game to me. I just didn't enjoy it. And there's a round like there I, I forget what side it, this is on, but it's B on, for the uh, blue yeah, I know exactly yeah, what you mean. B for the blue team. Yeah, or, or is yellow team. Your yellow team, whichever color you choose, um, <laughs> is complete bull crap, man. It's uh, like you you're putting that spawn in in the enemy spawn. They're going to always have that. You gotta your team has to be completely inept to lose it. And I, I, mm, it aggravates me because we have a friend, well, we have a friend, Kev, who's very stuck in his ways. And he's like, no, it's fine. You're just overreacting. I'm like, shut up, Kev. Shut up. This it's, it sucks. It's all, that's nah, all right. It's literally in their spawn and it's rage inducing for me. Yeah. Cause like, if like that too. Yeah, like if something doesn't feel fair, that's where it just it doesn't it's not fun. And you're right, like it feels so condensed where you're running into point B and you're just like, when here comes the grenades and the random sniper shot. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and I'm gonna spawn again. It feels so lame in that mode, having to run mm -hmm. to the other side of the map. Yes. Like Yeah, well yeah. It's it's yeah. the only mode that we've seen so far and I don't hate it all the time, but it's mm -hmm. it is the most one-sided mode that exists in all of this mm -hmm. experience. Yeah. Like Joe was talking about having the spawns or having the points be at their spawn. I've had matches end either way. We dominate, we get dominated in like a minute. Like yeah. that is how yeah. quick things can turn and it never feels like this cool dance like uh, right. like strongholds where you yeah. have that flow it's just you can get steamrolled you can get dominated sometimes it's closer to you and that gives you an advantage and you win and that right. to me doesn't feel incredibly balanced and in, uh, compared to everything else we've seen yeah I, yeah I, I i agree with you miles um yeah i don't know if it's just a fundamental game itself because it feels like a glorified king of the hill really with these three points i don't know if necessarily moving the spawn points would make it feel better um or the scoring points i should say um but yeah, it, there's just nothing really compelling about just running to such a small portion of a big old map, just yeah. over and over, over and, over and over again. again. I'm the so, only one who liked it, I guess. I, I, like yeah, that. I, I guess so. Can I say something controversial guy, here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you just stamp <laughs> in a corner and shoot. Yeah. You're not even trying to cap Pat. So, we know how you are. <laughs> you're right. So I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if they. <laughs> I'm going for if the they, clips. <laughs> if they made it more like Conquest, would that be? A bad thing, or would that just be a battlefield kind of clone-ish mode? I don't, I don't know what the solution is exactly for it. Or would they just make it right, or just make it a big team yeah. version of uh, strongholds, you know, yeah. and maybe put a put a fourth objective down? I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, just that's just, fundamental design, so I don't know. Yeah. So Pat, you said you liked it. So I did. What 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 do you like about it? I like the concept of the mode. I personally think I agree with all your criticisms. I think it's flawed, but I still think there's plenty of room to grow. It's obviously sure. going to play better in 4v4. Everything does, you know, so <laughs> that's just my False. opinion. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I like the concept of the mode. It is almost like a, a almost like a Dom or a, a, a um, strongholds. I, I do. I will say this about strongholds, too, that I really like the change that your area is captured right off the bat in strongholds. Now, you don't yes. have to capture your spawn so yeah, you could right. just bum rush for b or go to the enemy spawn while they're yes. trying to bum rush it adds a nice dynamic to mm -hmm. uh strongholds so I, I really do like that but yeah i i do agree with your guys' criticisms especially uh you know i kind of like having people crowded like knowing that everybody's going to a certain thing and i had some of the most intense games 
that I've had in the flight was total control games. Um, but there definitely needs to be something fixed about maybe even increasing the zones, like how big they are, or like you guys That's said, a good idea. yeah, changing yeah. the, uh, changing the spawn points. So that it's not favoring, right. it should be neutral always. There yeah. should never, yeah. it shouldn't be one inch closer to one base than the other. Cause that can make a huge difference. Yeah. Um, so I, I absolutely agree with that, but I, I do like the concept of the mode. I think there's plenty of potential there. So you yeah. guys, yeah. Bring extraction back invasion. Yeah. Dude, there's there were some good 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 modes and uh, Dominion in Halo Dominion Four is dope too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dominion was awesome. Yeah. Um, to that point, uh, and you kind of made me think about it for the first time. What if you look at strongholds, right? And what makes it successful in four v four is you each kind of have a, a home that you start at, right, with one base, and then there's one more centralized that you fight for. If it, let's say they made it similar in big team where you had one at each base, not necessarily at the base, but you know, it was a bigger area somewhere near each base. And then you had a big area in the middle that you could fight for, which would obviously be chaos in that middle point. Right. right? But it would open up the play to uh, make kind of sneaky movements where you could sneak to the enemy base, um, you know, capture the one behind them and then kind of, you know, counter it that way. It would seem to at least spread out the combat. Whereas I felt like total control was always just like, you know, 30% of each side of the map was never used other than spawning. And then everyone just rushed to the middle um, for those three yeah. points. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. I think that would be cool as a as a different mode altogether. I'm kind of with Pat. Like, I actually kind of enjoyed uh, Stronghold or um, Total Control. I definitely see the flaws like that you guys are bringing up. Yeah. Uh, I think that the idea of having to capture like all three points to score a point is, is really cool. Uh, that, that immediately jumped out to me as being like a kind of a cool take on it. Uh, I do though think that when it's, you get to the point where you have two zones and you just have to capture this last one and everybody's funneling to the same place. I think that's not very fun. I definitely, so what I think kind of might be cool is if, uh, the zones were kind of on a timer and if you don't capture this zone in like a certain amount of time, it will move. And then mm. like two of them will stay the same one will move. And then it, you have to move the fight that way. You're not always funneling to the same place. And so you have to hold them off all three zones, but where they are, will move within that round. Cause I do fundamentally like the idea of having to dominate all three points and to score a point and then resetting and being able to kind of, like reassess your strategy, like take a breath and that you're not just yeah. being dominated. Cause if you're playing strongholds and, and especially in big team where you can get really, really big advantages, uh, you could just dominate like two points forever. And then the other team just can't win. Cause at the same, the same thing will happen where everybody's trying to capture B cause your team has the, the a spawn on lockdown and the, and you have B right now and the other team's trying to, to, to get that. And everyone's still getting funneled into one place. That's just a random idea, but I don't know. I think it's flawed. I think that there's potential, though. I'm not like oh, yeah. a anti-total control boy. <laughs> I, do, I, I, I do agree, too, with you guys about <clears throat> the problem with, uh, I think, with total controls. Like you were saying, Ains, is it's only like in a small portion of the map, right? And, and Pat said that there's always room for growth. If they sure. can somehow make it, like you were saying, Eric, I'm pretty much piggybacking off of all you guys. If they can make it, and if they can change it in a way where you can actually take advantage of the entire map itself, for instance, like if you look at Stronghold on, um, uh, I'm sorry, uh, what's the name recharge. of Recharge? Yes, thank you. Well, if you look at Stronghold on Recharge, the points of control are all like on the ends of the map. 
right? Yeah. So you have to like, you know, where A, C, and B are like B is in that main area at the top. And then you have A, it's in a small area at the at the corner of the map, and then you have C by the gravity hammer area. Mm -hmm. It's all spread out evenly in the map, and it forces you to actually take advantage of the entire map itself. Like, you can use the entire map to get to all of these locations. You know, it's not just kind of shoehorned into a small area, you know, and yeah. uh, into the map. And mm -hmm. I think that doesn't work for BTB, like you guys were saying. Yeah, so if they yeah. can somehow move them around... And take advantage of the size of the map, then yeah, I think uh, I think we would all enjoy it more. Yeah, from that. So, so, so just an observation. So everybody yeah. on this panel that liked Control uh, just uh -oh. rebuilt it into <laughs> uh -oh. just rebuilt <laughs> just rebuilt it into something else that wasn't Control. So I think we all agree. I said it has potential. <laughs> yeah. potential. I, I think we all agree. Control needs Molded. to go. It needs to be something else. <laughs> I, I agree with Eric. I like the overall concept of getting all the points to get one point. I yep, think yeah. that fundamentally is cool. That idea yeah, is cool. Yeah, but how they have points clustered so tightly together, yeah. like Ains was saying, is not the best approach for big team battle. Because right. just put it on 4v4 then. We don't need this massive map if that's going to be the case. Because it yeah, just yeah. It's it feels too to tight. BTB. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it just, yeah. And by the way, for, for people like Jordan and myself who are a little OCD, can we call out the fact that it goes A, C, B oh instead of A, B, yes. C? Yes. Three, four, yes. three. You're killing me, man. I you're know. Me. <laughs> Submit a ticket. Yeah, submit a ticket. You know what's funny is three, four, three would be like, we thought we'd seen it all. But here you go. <laughs> can you guys please, re please rename them? <laughs> <laughs> um, hi, Mr. 343. Uh, not to be a bother. <laughs> Mr. 343. <laughs> um, anything else on BTB, guys, uh, before we jump over to um, oh, Battle yeah. Pass and Progression? Go, Pat. Can I just say how impressive it is that BTB is running just pretty damn good on uh, Xbox One with 12v12? No doubt. Big oh. map. Like, that no is doubt. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Has anybody played on an Xbox One? Oh. Is that what you were just saying? That's what you were just saying, Joe? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah I've played wow, that's I, awesome, man. I did, that has uh, the VCR, right? Last, yeah, yeah, the big <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have my Halo 5 freaking yeah. VCR. Oh, yeah. That's that's awesome. Awesome. Mine's sitting right cool. there. And I have a 1X, which isn't much better. Games. Visually, it looks much better. More sure. Almost in line mm -hmm. with Series X te uh, textures, I would say, but 30, 30 frames sure. per second, which... <laughs> but <laughs> the fact that it's running at all is a technical yeah. and it's going to have split screen is a technical achievement if you ask me right. no doubt yeah no so doubt it's very impressive yeah i yeah. i just have to say as well i just find it so disappointing that the what the, the tires disappear when you shoot them uh, <laughs> you the, poor. Where are the fruit physics joe you know the year delay it delay, delay. it yeah. um actually just cancel it cancel the game yeah. Yeah. i think that's the, in conclusion um, cancel halo thank you good night everybody yes so on the flip side of that can i also say like i just kind of redid everything and i was playing series x uh you know upping the fov right like we talked about 120 frames big team and it still looks and plays absolutely yeah. incredible. And I'm just like, this is, you know, the, yeah, 343 deserves a lot of praise for what they've mm. built with this game, especially with all the things we talked about before new engine, all the different platforms they've got to support, et cetera. So, can I, yeah. can I ask a question to the panel? Um, anybody on here play on PC and stream at the same time? I might in the future, but I haven't for the flights. It something's wonky there because I'm okay. getting. Mm. 
4K, 160 frames on ultra settings on my PC with no Streamlabs open. As soon as I open Streamlabs or Chrome or anything, it's it triggers something with that game where I, I can't even run Ooh. on low settings, 60 frames locked oh, while wow. streaming. It's constant mm. frame drops. It's something's up with it. It's much better now performance wise. When I wasn't streaming, it's much better than the last flight. Like that 20% increase is definitely there because I was, okay. I was running about 4k 90 frames, which I was still super happy with, but 4k yeah. 160 on ultra. I was, my eyes were bleeding. I was in just, I was like, yeah. Oh my God, mm. this game's gorgeous. But yeah, for some reason, when, when you're streaming, um, uh, that's, I've been streaming from the Series X instead because I just I cannot yeah. stream from my PC, and it's kind of disappointing to invest that much into the PC and then uh, for Halo I only built this PC for Halo, uh, <laughs> so it's a little worrisome. I have faith it could still get fixed. Yeah. The only other game that's done that to me is Warzone. Like Warzone's mm. very intensive. I have to limit frames and stuff and mess around with a bunch of stuff to get it to work mm. while streaming. So hopefully they get that fixed. Yeah, I feel like I, I read something where it only runs on PC in in like borderless window or windowed mode. It yeah. doesn't run in full screen, and correct that could. Which I thought that. I thought I read somewhere that they might be switching to that with Windows 11. Is that a thing, Miles? Like, is that supposedly sure. something that's supposed to be coming around with Windows 11 games? Yeah, they just detailed a bunch of the optimizations, but universally speaking, I don't know if that's the case. Okay. They're just implementing stuff like auto HDR and a lot of those features we've seen on the on the Series X, but I don't know if every single game will, will have that integrated. But with it being first party, it would be very strange if it wasn't. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I, I you're not alone, obviously, Pat. I, I saw most of the complaints I saw were about various PC configurations or, or issues where, you mm -hmm. know, there were things like that. So optimizing for PC is always a challenge for every developer um, just because there's a million different things they have to consider variables. But um, yeah, I, I it feels like they obviously recognize that and are putting a lot of resources towards it. Mm -hmm. So hopefully here they've got two months, you know, hopefully they fix it up for you and others. So. Um, let me get the super chat real quick from Mr. Mariano Pampa, one of our Halo veterans as well, playing with us. What about the AIs, you guys? Enjoying them? My apologies if they were already talked about. They were. Uh, everyone hit that like button. Is he Hashtag talking AI as in the... I think he's about the companion. The personal AI? Oh, oh yeah, you're yeah, right. I thought he was companions. talking bots. Good call. Yeah. Good call. Mm. Um, thank you, Pampa, first of all. And yeah, guys, AIs. We hadn't touched on that, actually. And the fact, not only the AIs, but the fact that in big team, the Halo announcer is not there because you have <laughs> your AI and the kind of mode announcer uh, right. only in big team. Um, but the AIs themselves, I think, are one of the most, um, I don't know the word I'm looking for. They're one of those additions that add a lot of flavor to the game. And I think as the battle passes come out and they start to add more and you know they're going to keep adding AIs, they're probably going to do kind of, you know, funny ones. They're going to probably bring Chief or Buck or Cortana and maybe some famous people who knows. Samuel um, Jackson, let's do Danny it. Danny DeVito. Danny Can I offer you an egg at this trying time? I will pay handsomely for that. I really do think that they're, um, you know, this is going to be one of those things that separates Halo and some of the fun with it to other shooters that we see on the market. Yeah. I I actually want to reference, and you guys are going to think I'm nuts. You know that... That article that came out from Kotaku a couple of days ago. No, I don't. Uh, Stop. Okay, yeah. Just yeah, you, you already lost. <laughs> hear, hear me out, just so I could tell you there was one thing that I did agree with, and when they were actually talking about the AIs, because they said 
because I, I'm a huge fan of the AIs and what they bring to the game in terms of personality. And yeah. that was one thing that they really, really did uh, get right in the article itself because you get this sense that, you know, you're like, oh, all these Spartans, it's going to be like this serious thing, you know, like, I mean, the serious tone. And all of a sudden you got this AI that's just shit talking, you know, like, yeah. I mean, or just saying like, oh, his brains got splattered or whatever it is. Like, when, I mean, Lumu, there's, there's when you sh- when you skewer a guy, she goes, ah, 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 and I'm like, you crazy son of a. Yeah, there's, <laughs> a, there's yeah, it brings that sense of it brings like the, 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 a, a comedic tone to it that was not available from before, you know, I mean, and yeah. as as into the competition as you get and as heated and whatnot it's still nice to actually hear that ai just randomly come out of nowhere and just remind you like you know what man you're still having a great time even if you're winning or losing because every time the ai speaks you're gonna grow you're gonna have a grin on your face at least for me yeah you know and i I really really appreciate that i think that is freaking awesome and i hope they keep expanding on it giving it voices or whatever it is i'm I'm a huge fan of it i I think to double down on what you said too is we've talked a lot about new players and and casuals for lack of a better word of people coming in. And you may only as a new player, you may only make one good play, right. Or halo play in say a match. But when you do that and the AI makes some hilarious comment that just puts a big smile on your face that sticks with you, right. That's gonna, that's gonna kind of make you think, Oh my God, that was great. I've got to do more of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's, uh, I mean, I love the AI as well. You'll never see me complain about more customization in a game. Like, that's, I love customization options. I love grinding towards certain things, and Halo Infinite's right up my alley with that, which I feel Halo's kind of been lacking as far as grinding items. Um, So I'm really excited about that. But I definitely acknowledge, too, that for, in my opinion, what it is, is it's more battle pass filler. You know, they need more stuff to fill up that battle pass. Um, There's other things that have been leaked. You know, if you guys have seen some of them that are, I'm not going to talk about because I don't want people getting spoiled on anything, but there's going to be plenty of little customization options that's going to absolutely blow your mind that you haven't seen in Halo. Um, and I absolutely love the, the AIs. Like like you guys were saying, like sitting at the main menu, they added the preview voice option to this yes. flight and listening to Fret hum yeah, the Halo man. theme. It's like, awesome, man. I, I love so it. Cool. I love it. I love it. Yeah, what, what, can you think of any that kind of jump out in your head? Like I had one on Bazaar where I I grabbed rockets and you you know you're up there getting shot right. So I literally grabbed it, ran and jumped and and hit a midair shot. And when I landed, yeah. I had I forget I had one of the two female voices in the flight, and she just started laughing and she's like, ha, 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 that was great. And I'm like, yeah. that's just amazing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. so fun. is Fred the Sonic the Hedgehog esque like perky? Yeah, the pyramid. Yes. Yeah, he is. Very yes. Perky. Yeah. When you smash someone with the hammer and he goes, good job. And he starts you like puking like, his own I'm mouth. Yeah. 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 Or when you kill yeah. someone with uh, rockets, he goes, oh, God, the horror. Yeah. Yeah. horror. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, the horror. And which go, which like, AI is this? Fred, 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 Fred I, need to, I need to, I need to check him out. Yeah. What's the name of the circle? The orange circle, Cirque. or that's Cirque? The, yeah. That's the girl that's that I was referring that I to. Used. That's the one that Cirque? I used. The one from the trailer, right? I think so. That's the one in the trailer. That's the one that I used, and one of my favorites is when you pick up because there's a hybrid one and then there's a sphere. Yeah, that's isn't that Cirque? My favorite is when you pick up the flag and she goes, she's like. You have the flag. Watch out. They're coming to murder you. (laughs) (laughs) Or or Fred does that when you grab a when you grab a point in total control. He's like, you've captured A. He's like, this was a big mistake. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's just it's awesome. It's such a small but 
very, very, uh, it really makes an impression yeah. on, 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 yeah. on the personal uh, experience that each person has. So I, I love it, man. It's a great And it's addition. innovative, right? It's, yes. it's unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Pat, you kind of led us down the path and that's where I was going next around customization and the battle pass kind of design. And obviously the battle pass that we saw on the flights is very limited, right? It's more of a test mm-hmm. for them to make sure things are functioning. Um, but there's, there's info out there about what we're going to see in the full thing. And we know we're going to get these fractures, they're called, which are these timed events, right? Where you can get like uh, the the new samurai armor is the first yeah. one they've already announced, um, which has a name I forget, like Oya's. Okay, thank you. Your Roy, thank you. Um, but your boy, your Roy. Your boy, yeah. Your boy. Uh, but I, um, you know, there's been some controversy around the XP and the leveling and stuff. And, and, mm-hmm. and the bigger question there. And not that 343 hasn't thought of these things. Of course they have, right? Yeah. Um, but like in a battle pass, say like say it's got 100 levels just theoretically and you get challenges only for, or you get XP only for challenges, what have you, and you finish the battle pass. Uh, at that point, what's the progression look like, right? What are they going to do to say there's no kind of, as I understand it, and anyone correct me, as I understand it, there's no universal level like there was mm-hmm. in Halo 5 or other, right? So you finish your battle pass, What's your incentive at that point until the next season or the next pass comes out? Um, do you see foresee any challenges there with just those people like yourself, Pat, who are going to play every day, who are going to barrel through challenges, right? Quickly unlock stuff. Um, and, and many people will play out of love for the game, of course. But there are those people who always need that carrot. Um, mm-hmm. What do we see? You know, what do you guys think about that? Do you see any kind of issues with what they've shown so far? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fundamentally, yes. Um, yeah. Not huge. Not glare. Not as dramatic as it seemed when they because I bef- right before Halo had this announcement that it was going to be only challenge based, no match XP. I I did this huge rant about how I <laughs> hate when battle passes do challenge only because it it limits what you can progress. And I use Sea of Thieves as a prime example of an in-house first-party Xbox studio that threw that model away completely. Not only are there challenges, but every single thing you do, picking up a piece of treasure off the ground gets you experience. So they are constantly rewarding you for every little thing you do. And then Halo Infinite's like, it's only going to be challenges, but we're going to give you challenges for playing a match. And you have these challenges that are play two matches, play a match, play two matches. And it's like, why? Why are you constantly refreshing play a match instead of just giving me something for playing a match outside of that? Yeah. And like you said, when you reach the end of this battle pass, what what do you do? What do you get nothing? You're just you're in it for the love of the game, which a lot of us will do, sure. Right. But yeah. I'll use Pokemon Unite as an example. Whoa, whoa. Uh, a game that has <laughs> a terrible a, a battle me. pass grind is so infuriatingly slow and monotonous and uh. they go out of their way to just drain every second of life out of you <laughs> it's like i love Best the game, game i want to play the game that being said they still have a player level outside of that so every time you you play a match you get xp you level up you get rewards so even mm-hmm. outside of the challenges you get something and i want halo infinite to move towards that because yeah. i want to get something, even though it means nothing, all the, these digital numbers mean nothing technically. Mm-hmm. I want them. I want to feel that you know, endorphin rush of getting something, and it yep. sucks that we won't always get something. Yeah, mm-hmm. completely agree. Go, Pat. Right. Go, I, Pat. Uh, Go. I feel very strongly about this as well. Um, <laughs> so when the news first came out, like Miles, I did a big YouTube video rant 
where I was this, you know, I, I dealt with, you know, I could deal with Forge being delayed, no co-op at launch. I was like, fine, fine. I don't care. I just want this game by now. I'll do yeah. co-op when that comes out, you know, with my yep. friends. I'm going to do solo anyways when the game comes out. Correct. Um, but that 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 announcement really stuck with me because I like that feeling of constantly progressing. Um, it's been in every Halo for uh, all the modern ones. You know, you have your SR rank in Halo 5, your MCC social rank. I do fully expect it to be there post-launch because they, they are open to that. But at launch, yeah, it, it's once you finish that battle pass, you either you could maybe do challenges that unlock specific armors. You have, like Ains mentioned, the fracture events that will allow you to unlock those. But besides that, what what am I doing for winning? You know, like if, yeah. I, if I'm winning and I'm trying at something, I want to be rewarded for it. Halo 3 did a great job of that. You got that one XP if you won or you didn't get any XP if, if you lost. I thought that was a great system. I would love to see something like that return. But then on top of that, when I when I think about it a little bit deeper, and and not to accuse three for three of being like predatory with this with this system, but um, things are locked behind. It's a free to play game, so there's going to be stuff like this. Of I, course, I mm-hmm. realize mm-hmm. that. But this incentivizes challenge swaps even more when you're stuck on a challenge and you're trying to rank up your battle pass, and those can be bought. So they're trying to incentivize those, and then the double XP token system. Is where I really have a problem with this because, first of all, it's they are open to changing it. They said they're going to look for ways, but it starts on a timer immediately as soon as you pop it. So yeah. right from there, you have yeah. to complete your challenges and get yeah. in there in that 30 yeah. minutes and hope that you get a good amount of XP from those challenges. Or if you complete any at all in 30 minutes, to go on ahead and get that double XP towards your battle pass. And that is another thing that is incentivized through the store that you can buy. And to me, that just – it's not shady – I, you know, I could see, I see that, you know, I, I, I can, you know, identify that right away. It is a free to play game, but it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. And I think that could easily be solved with a progression system mm-hmm. outside yeah. of the battle. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, no. Go ahead. Can I? I was, I was just going to. Oh, jeez. Oh, 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 you go first. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, I was just going to say, yeah, Pat, oh, lots of, lots of good points there. I think, um, uh, it's been a long time since I've played it, but I think that this sounds a lot like the star system from Apex, where like you, the only way you get to level up that pass is if you accumulate, you know, mm-hmm. XP towards filling out that star meter or whatever. Um, uh, I, I think what's going to happen here with these with these battle passes is that they're going to be really, really long. Like it's going to take a long time to max yes. these out because that's that's the whole thing when they say they're never going to expire. So it's going to incentivize, you know lots lots of play and then they you know the the average person is not going to be able to blitz to, to to blaze through these things so i think there will be a, a decent cadence of uh for your average person mind you of of of, of getting a, a good amount of unlocks over time rather than having to just just grind non-stop mm-hmm. for this which kind of sucks the fun out of it but that's also why battle passes suck to begin with because you're just stuck in that loop your your, your brain mm-hmm. is just wired to just keep going and you're not having fun if you're not getting anything yeah um yeah so i i think that compounds so there's two things there one it helps that issue is the fact that these don't expire right so once you have a battle pass you know you can keep playing it forever which is great but Uh if let's say they think uh someone like some of us hardcore people right and Mm -hmm. i keep pointing at you pack because i know you play halo like daily and stream (laughs) which is a good thing right it's positive um but what i'm saying is say they say they kind of align to the those hardcore halo players and they say yeah. this battle passes 200 levels and you know you have to play thousands of matches i'm making this up but a, a ton <laughs> to get to the end of it right mm. then 
for the casuals, you're feeling like, holy crap, I'm only on level 40 and I've been playing a ton and there's all these cool unlocks that I'm never going to get to see. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's just, they've, they've catered it to these hardcore percentage. And I can tell you, and you guys know this, no matter how long they make it, those hardcore guys are going to grind it, not even sleep oh God. Yep. in a week. Yeah, and they're still going to complain that there's not enough. So yeah. there's really no happy medium there. I, right. And that's why I really liked the system in Halo 5, because in Halo 5, sure, they had the packs, and it's a 2015 model, right? But yeah. just by playing, you had your XP rank. You got XP for every match and all the stuff you did. But you could unlock every single thing in that game just from playing. You didn't have to buy anything. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And you never got duplicates. So mm -hmm. I think yeah. there's got to be a happy medium between this kind of overarching uh, profile rank for just playing um, and battle pass unlocks too, yeah. which reward the people who really do put in the time. And it's, yeah. it's, it seems like it should be such a simple thing too, right? Like just having, I, I, I'm, I guess I am taken back by how much that overall rank means. Cause if anybody who played a lot of hours in Halo 5 knows it's meaningless after a certain point, it just doesn't move anymore. <laughs> you know, like the difference between what is it like 150 and 151 is like. It's oh yeah, it's another one forty nine is one hundred and fifty. Yeah, you could have got a doctorate degree in the time. To move <laughs> so, like at that point, does it really matter? <laughs> I, I I probably could have got five doctorates in the time that if I, if I wasn't addicted to Halo. Um, but so but it does seem the reason why I think this does stand out though is that like when you we talked about all these other things that Halo is doing, how it's like doing things that nobody else is doing with you know training and evolving these things and just these little minor things that they really seem to get it, and then they kind of get to this area and it just feels like whoever's in charge of this wasn't part of the same team. I don't know. It, it does feel like. It is undercooked, and I'm not even that guy. I, um, you know, people tease me because I had over seven million rec points saved up in Halo Five. I was just saving them just to see how high I, I could get the total to go. And my and my my chiefs still look ghetto because of it. And I was fine with that. You know, people thought I was a newbie. <laughs> but I, I do I, I do understand like just that mental part of of what feeling like you're accomplishing something, yeah. and so. If it's not that rank, I don't know. I don't know what that answer is, but I do think they need to have that 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 cumulative thing, that thing that like you're playing it for this many years. I don't know. Maybe maybe there's special unlocks that are that are that you only get through cumulative. I don't know. You know, that could be something. Honestly, I do see this whole system changing because yeah, I don't I, do I don't think it's yeah. good. Yeah. Because yeah. um, here's the thing: as someone who is a big fan of battle royales, I love and play a lot of Apex. I've put way too many hours and too much money into Fortnite, um, and I'm not ashamed of it. But Don't be one, ashamed, all right? Thank you, thank you. <laughs> but the the one thing that I think Fortnite does so well is its XP. I haven't played the latest, um, you know, season of it. I know it's changed a bit, but the way that I, I I always saw Fortnite was it gave you rested XP. So if you haven't played for like a day or two, you could play a couple of matches and you get that quick progression. Like, Ooh, that dopamine rush of I've earned something every time uh, up until like level 50 or 60, every time you played, if you played an hour or two, you were getting a level or two and that sense of progression pushes you forward. Even mm -hmm. like, if you really wanted to truly grind with Fortnite, actuality is once you're done with the rest of the XP and the quest, the grind to actually level up is ridiculous. It, yeah. it, it, it teases yeah. you 
with the allure of progression after quests, but it, it really does hold a bit. It just gives you the illusion of, oh, I'm making progression after I've completed all my quests, so I'm going to keep on playing. Where with Halo, it seems like it's just like, nope, do these challenges. I hope you had a lot of, uh, was it, Rockstar Energy drinks? Because <laughs> you may not complete all the challenges you need. And yeah, the cycling through them as well, it's just... You're right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it feels like someone wasn't on the same page with everything else. Cause I do see this system depending on how long these battle passes last. If it's like a Fortnite, was it like three or four month run, depending on how long these battle passes are, it, it, it's really going to stunt the progression. That's going to hurt people that want a sense of progression yeah. as well. So it's going to hurt people you know, sticking around. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what if the reason why they're doing it this way is to prolong the pro, uh, is to prolong the pro, artificially prolong the progression sure. so people just yeah. don't fly through it like yeah. the other day we were playing and i already maxed out the 30 the level 30 like for instance and i know it's just a small taste but i maxed out yeah. the level 30 as we all did i'm sure in the in the flight and we were yeah. playing and i saw like plus 200 plus 200 plus 200 at the end of the match and i had no idea what i did i had no yeah. idea what i did I, it said plus 600 xp i'm like Okay, you know, I mean, it didn't count <laughs> okay. towards that. But yeah. for them to say that every day, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't they say every day there's going to be like 12 hours worth of challenges or 20 hours or something like that? Yeah, they were saying, yeah. Say 16 to 18 hours for the mm. average Every player. day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right? Wow. See, that's insane. So I'm wondering, like, what, what exactly are they doing? You know, like, I mean, what, freaking run for 30 seconds straight and you get 200 XP? Like, I mean, <laughs> they must be implementing so many different ways to do it. I hear you guys all. Like, I mean, I I, I do prefer actually the uh, the way that you're all talking about, you know, like, I mean, a per match XP. I think, I mean, that's what we're all used to. But mm -hmm. the way that they're going to have to balance it out, because, I mean, that's going to get, for, for the, you know, hey, the, 343 and, and Microsoft know that the Halo players are going to play this game, right? But it's also about, like we were talking about earlier, bringing everybody exactly. or at least attempting to bringing yeah, people yeah. from other games and from other ecosystems or whatever it is you want to call it. So in order to lure them in, you're going to have to figure out a way to keep them there. And if it just yeah. becomes dependent on, on these systems themselves or just like the battle passes, yeah, yeah I don't know, man. That's going to be a tall task, you know? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they'll be up for it, but... Right. How do you prolong uh, yeah. it? I, don't yeah, know. I think the challenges are mostly there to kind of prevent like people that are playing 10 hours a day from like getting significantly far away from people that can only play two hours a day. Um, yes. So, and I think that's what they mean by 13 hours of challenges. Like it'll be like play one match, get a hundred XP. Now play two matches for that yeah. same hundred XP. Now play yeah. four and, and so on and so forth, yeah. which is, I mean, it's, I think like I'm indifferent on the XP versus like the challenges, but in terms of the progression, uh, above and beyond the battle pass i actually think that apex legends is is the model uh Definitely. that they should look at because the the challenges especially the weekly challenges in apex are like a really really good catch-up mechanism for people uh that want to try to they will never surpass the hardcore but they'll at least keep somewhat of a pace to them and have some opportunity to get like what's deeper into the battle pass mm -hmm. but yeah. what apex does fantastically is they have these cards that you that you 
get displayed before every match, like a profile card. And they have these little things that are probably meaningless to most players, but they mean a lot to the hardcore players where it will show like you have 50,000 kills or you did 3 billion damage or you like jumped like 5 million times. And they're just little things <laughs> that you can show on your profile that doesn't matter to the people that can't attain them. But the people that are like Pat, for example, because uh, we were all singling him out that are going to play all the time. I'm sure that when you load into a match, you're going to want people to know that you like have like 50 million trillion noob combo kills or whatever. So they're going to be like, holy shit, I, I'm playing with Patman Gaming. And that kind of stuff really, really uh, is something that hardcore people are going to chase or want to chase. And then on top of that, Apex has these insanely hard to get things called heirlooms which are yeah. purely cosmetic and they're extremely yeah. hard to get. Those they require dope. like a those. huge commitment, they're so pretty. Yeah. but they're so cool. And like, yeah. you just want to chase them and that's all above and beyond the battle pass. Yeah. Right. So yeah. yeah, I think, I think apex legends for progression Agreed. and rewarding for without giving power or anything like that is the model that mm -hmm. all games should aspire to. Mm -hmm. Can I just say I, I am married I have two kids. I do have a life. You never see these wife or kids. There's no proof. But I do have a life outside of Halo. I promise people. Um, Butters in the chat made a good... We were talking about like uh, attainability, right? So uh, the fact that the people that do play every day like Pat... Um, could <laughs> yo pat can we play could, sometime man? Could, could, <laughs> could unlock uh things that casuals may never reach and you know he said what if um battle pass skins could have smaller cosmetic skin variations like raid armor mythic raid armor variations where it's mm. uh, kind of like eric was just saying right you get these you get these smaller variations to where your casual player may be like okay that's just a different color it doesn't make a mm. lot of difference but for the hardcore like most of us here when you attain that and show it off, you're like, yeah, I'm yeah. one of those guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like so that's, that's probably a good, a good method as well. Or they hinted at something like that with the fractures about getting certain variations of the Uroi when they broke it down a little yes. bit. So yeah, I, yeah I'm looking forward real. to something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, yeah. I said at the start of this kind of segment that three, four, three start of this stuff, right? We're not, we're not, we're not suddenly there's not sitting there listening to us going, Oh, we should have thought of that. No, they, they thought of it. They're just, <laughs> yeah. you know, there we've, I'm sure to Joe's point, we'll probably see some changes and variations yeah. in how they approach this over time. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. Um, any other point on progression or customization of your Spartan before we get to the final topic? Mm -mm. No. Nope. So I, I quickly wanted to mention HCS uh, mm. because I am a huge fan of competitive. I know some of us here mm. are and probably some of the people watching. Uh, the first event is happening in Raleigh in November. Um, you know, it's going to be in an awesome setting. I know, Pat, you're going. I know Luke, uh, who could make it tonight, is going as well. Um, so it's going to be great to see some people there and just bringing HCS back because I was a huge, huge fan of HCS when Halo 5 launched through like 2017 when it, they had their $2 million grand championships and everything. I mean, just incredible, incredible high level play. And I think that the way it feels like the way 343 and I know Tashi's leading that and they've teamed up with um, that company. I forget Esports Engine. Thank you. Esports Engine to kind of really, really put a big focus on making Halo a uh, kind of premier esports uh, uh, game and venue again, uh, I'm really excited about. So I think this this is like, we've talked a lot tonight about bringing the casual players or the new players into uh, into Halo Infinite. I think on the on the flip side, the people like us who, who drip or, uh, you know, go over every drip and every detail of Halo Infinite and the high competitive player are really looking forward to HCS. 
the one thing, so one, kind of what's your thoughts so far and what you've seen out of HCS are you excited for? But the one thing I really find interesting here, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is the first we've seen this, uh, is that every player in HCS, they're mixing console and PC, mouse and keyboard together. It's just hmm. Halo Infinite, um, which hmm. for God's sakes, if I was part of the team trying to balance that, I'd probably be looking for another job. But um, <laughs> that's, you know, that's pretty crazy to me that they're going to try and pull that off, which goes all the way back to your earlier point, Pat, about the uh, kind of uh, aim assist, right? Kind of upping it on controller, because if you're throwing pros out there who rightfully so have dominated with controller for years but there's you know we all know what a mouse can do with accuracy there's yeah. going to be some really fine tuning that has to happen there so what are you guys thoughts on what you've seen out of hcs are you excited for it and what do you think about this single level platform no matter what platform when no matter what input device you're using man that is cr you're right i would not want to be the guy that has to balance that because like to me my immediate reaction as a person with a lizard brain is like <laughs> well, people with controllers are just going to get wrecked. This isn't fair. But like, obviously, they've they thought of some way to make that work. So that's just wizardry. Um, I'm really I, I like the idea as well of them saying, you know what, this is we're making this kind of like what they try to do with the Overwatch League. Like, this is going to be something you're going to watch. We're going to invest a ton of money into to make it more than just a game and more than just an ecosystem. It's going to be this community akin to, uh, you know, a Counter-Strike Go, right? Where it's like this game that is out. It's been out for, you know, decades at this point, and it's, it's ever... It's ever present. And I really like that out of the gate, Microsoft's like, and this is it. Here it is. Everything. Mm. I like it. Yeah. I think it's, uh, they're heading in a really good direction with HCS, um, with Infinite. The thing that I uh, kind of confused on is just, they already made this announcement, but I, I expect some either A, more details about it to come out, or B, have it changed is ranked play and multiplayer is going to have separate inputs. So how are you going to do your HCS events, right. you know, being mix and match there or, you know, everybody mixed in, but have your multiplayer when you're playing ranked competitive play and multiplayer have, you know, separate inputs. So I didn't know that. That's yes. interesting. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. so, um, that that will be interesting when we get more details on that. Um, and like you guys were saying about controller versus mouse. Yeah, you're at a disadvantage. But if you've been playing controller, there's some controller players who are just absolute guys yeah. who hold their yeah. own against mouse players and any game Fortnite, like you think like the building in Fortnite, you would think is a huge advantage for mouse and keyboard but controller players hold their own if that's what you're used to that's what you've been playing for that's what you dominate yeah. with you'll find a way yeah. um so i i like that i i'm never really been into hds too much i've only watched a couple of events because i just haven't had the time to sit there and watch i'm always i'm too busy of a no life playing the game so you know <laughs> uh, for the first time though i really do plan on getting into the competitive scene with infinite trying to take my game personally to the next level and then interact with that community too. Yeah. And uh, get more in tune with them. And um, the fact that it's in Raleigh, it's I'm, I'm in North Carolina as it is. So that's really exciting. That awesome. I get to yeah, make that drive and just be there. Uh, so it, it is really exciting. And then on top of that, they've, they're taking it seriously at three, four, three, they have a yes. one year roadmap. Uh, uh, hmm. You know, they know their one year roadmap. They haven't put it out yet, but they have a one year roadmap for events and stuff lined up, ready to go. Um, and I think that shows that they're really, really serious about this when, it's yeah. really good money too. So yeah, it yeah. is. 
And I think they announced today, didn't they already double like the audience size at, at the rally event? Like yeah, they're already out, expanding like, it. Than any other Halo event. Right. Like, it's insane. Wow. Yeah. 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 I'm more. Oh, go ahead. Oh, you go ahead. Have you talked? No, I, I, I feel like I'm more curious than than anything when it comes to this this mixing of the keyboard and mouse control. I wasn't aware of it. This is a new fact to be. And if they really can pull that off, I again like we kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier. Some of the things that they're attempting to do, maybe it's setting the bar. If they can figure that out, what that really does is it just broadens that player pool, you know, to another level. If you can start to feel comfortable mixing matching. I'll be honest, personally, I know I'm turning off keyboard and mouse every chance I get, unless it's a good friend that wants to play, you know, with me on that. I'm yeah. I'm going to turn it off because I do feel like if you prefer, like I've, I've, I understand some of the arguments I've heard on it. It's like, you know, you're, you're better at some things with the controller or maybe controller players have some advantages in certain areas and then, like movement, you know, keyboard yeah. and mouse. Yeah, yes. like movement. Yes. But the thing I, I would say to kind of counter that is like sometimes your play style or the way you like to play. Like I like yeah. to play Halo as a precision player. Now, mm -hmm. if I do that, I'm going to probably drop. A, like I understand I have that advantage, but that's not the thing that I really focus on. I focus more on headshots and stuff. And so doing that now, all of a sudden, I feel like a lot more diminished if I'm on the controller. Now, yeah. I, if they can if they can balance that with the aim assist, um, you know, maybe that's the way to balance to make it work. I think that would be awesome if they can pull it off. I'm still really skeptical, though. Honestly, when you say yeah. that, I'm I'm curious to see if they can pull that off. I, I'm I'm not sold right now. Yeah, yeah. I think they split it up in ranked. A lot of the reason for that, I think, is is a lot of optics. Like this might be a bit of a hot take, perhaps. But <laughs> I'm like a pretty big believer that like 99% of the of the differential between players is the player themselves and not like the input. I Most agree. of the times in games where yeah. there is some like behind the scenes balancing like auto aim or aim assist or whatever for magnetism for consoles and then mouse like those controller players are gonna if they're playing against an equally matched like skill level player they're gonna hold their own or win i've never mm -hmm. really ever felt at a disadvantage against like a similar skilled mm -hmm. player but in the back of most people's minds if they do lose a fight or they do lose a game and they <laughs> know that there is the potential that the players that beat them are on pc and i do this too if I get no scoped, I'm going to be like, that guy has a mouse. That's bullshit or whatever. <laughs> but like, just knowing that that's possible because if they weren't mixed, that's going to make a lot of people unnecessarily mad, yeah. even yeah. though like right. I don't actually think that's that big of a deal. And maybe perhaps the reason why it's mixed in HCS is because they're hoping that like some players uh, will play with a controller and dominate or do really well. And that might mm. convince people that 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 difference is there. But I'm not sure how successful that's going to be, because like I said, 99 percent of of it is the player skill. But that one percent is the pros like that is HCS. So I expect the mouse players to dominate at HCS. But I don't know. I think the mouse versus keyboard thing for FPS is kind of like it really comes down to the player skill. But I thought you said FP. I, I felt like you meant like in general, because I was about to go. Have you all seen Fortnite? These kids are like straight up building the Great Wall of China right in front of me. And I'm like, <laughs> it's, true in, it's true in Apex too. Like you're yeah. at a disadvantage on controller. Like looting and stuff is so yeah. much quicker on, on, on yeah. mouse yeah. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 It's gonna yeah. be really interesting to see. Cause I, I like I used to be the one the the same of like, yeah, it doesn't matter, controller, keyboard. But no, man, like with, with some of the crossplay stuff that uh you know I've been running into in certain games, I'm just like Okay, this is a PC player because they're they're <laughs> turning, they are doing things that I I know you can't do on a controller. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yep. 
And I wish I could learn mouse. I just suck. I don't have the patience to to learn. I'm, I play I'm 100% on PC mostly. I tried, man. Yeah, I can't. Too, too far gone. Been playing yeah. the controller way <laughs> yeah. too long. Yeah, no hope. I yeah. tried. It's muscle memory it, at this yeah. point. It feels too close to work. Yeah, exactly. That's not work. That's funny, man. Guys, um, so that that's that's the topics I had to cover. I, I want to open it up to you guys. Um, well, actually, there was one more thing I wanted to ask, which is like the the one thing that you would like to see out of everything we've covered or anything that you just like wish list, right, for Halo Infinite. What's the one thing that kind of pops in your mind that you think when we are playing this game this holiday and we're all, you know, having a great time with it, what do you hope to see or what do you hope that 343 either adds that we haven't seen or know about or kind of modifies from what you've seen? Uh, make the flag a one-hit kill. Yes. Ooh, what nice. is up with that? By the way, I forgot to bring that up. I hate, I hate that. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. The, the yeah. canister. When you throw a canister and hit a person or a yeah. vehicle, it should be an instant kill. Yeah. Every an explosion. Oh, it's thing. not an instant kill yeah. for a person? Yeah. No, I've hit someone no, directly not. with the canister. No. I'm like, what? Oh, it's so yeah. hard to do. It's okay. so hard it's to do. It's inconsistent yeah. for sure. Yeah. Not it takes that. like okay. five on a Warthog to do like it's any like, kind of substantial no. damage. The windup is so slow. It takes so much like planning to do when you hit it feels good but then when you see yeah. the guy walking towards you say like come oh, on dude i'm sending yeah. i'm sending miles to clip Ains. i gotta send him the clip yeah man yeah it's great i i'm with you though like i jumped down and i knew the warthog was coming on capture flag i nailed him perfectly and it splattered and then i got ran over and i was like well what the hell was that that was a waste of time so that needs I, uh, to change that needs to change oh god raps freaking raps always read in my mind bxb needs to go Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not that's a bug. Right? Oh, yeah. they already yeah. said it's fixed. Yeah, yeah. They already they said it internally it's fixed, but yeah. there's been people Once, clamoring, like big time yeah. creators and stuff, clamoring to keep it keep that shit in it's... 2004. I don't <laughs> want combos in my I, Halo Two is my favorite Halo. I don't want to see combos yeah. come back in no. yeah. in the series. There's I, enough I, you could do. Yeah, go ahead, Joe. Sorry. No, I I hate that too. I hate when there's like the cheap little exploit yeah. that like like for me it's like the the Call of Duty no scope. Right, like it's just yeah. like that was an exploit, and they just stuck with it, and yeah, the quick it's awful. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's well, plenty I, of ways to outplay your opponent in Halo without having to resort to you know exploits and stuff like that. I so, was gonna say sure. it detracts from everything we've talked about, right? Yeah. Uh, right the the right. skill gap, kind of like all the the tool sets that you have at your disposal, exactly. it distracts. It detracts from that. I um, would like to see though creator support for like okay. small time people like me. Mm. Fortnite's yes. a really good job with that. Uh, right. like the creator codes and stuff like that i would love uh, to see yeah. some more uh mm -hmm. creator support for halo uh, especially mm -hmm. with you know the, the smaller people out there who are um, among the the huge fish out there that are well pat you're a streamer you must make millions of dollers <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. go look at me. my uh, leaked twitch payout real quick yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's on the front he's on the front page yeah, yeah. make a buku bucks yeah um I, I uh, and funny enough, Toolman just mentioned this, and, and there was this, uh, you know, kind of well-known um, data miner who said there's going to be 23 maps at launch, uh, and he and he's standing Ooh. by that. But regardless of whether there is or isn't, uh, that seems extreme to wow. me. Um, mm -hmm. I, I really do want to see uh, strong map variety. I'm a huge, huge yeah. proponent of yes. launch multiplayer-focused games can live or die if the map variety, and I don't know, we've we played the flight endlessly, so maybe that's me, right? Um, but I think, uh, you know, I really want to see at least, you know, like 10 to 12 solid yeah. 4v4 maps. And then I hope, despite how big they are, I really want to see at least four to six, you know, big Absolutely. team maps at launch. 
Yep. Um, and yeah. that continued to be supported because it just adds so much variety to your experience. Mm -hmm. And, and I think it makes this either like Halo I'm, five. I'm, did. Like I'm sorry. Say it again. New, not remixes like Halo five Agreed. either. Like right. completely new stuff, new stuff. Mm -hmm. And like we talked about earlier so far, they've nailed it. I mean, yes. these maps, mm -hmm. well, bizarre, the bazaars there, you know, but yeah. um, for the most part, they've nailed it. So if they can continue that cadence of kind of quality uh, and have a, a good selection of maps at launch, I'll just be over the moon. That's my like number one request and hope for, Agreed. for December. Quick question for the panel here. What if the, the launch roster of maps is smaller than some people are hoping, but they are doing one map per month as Ooh. part of the battle pass? What do you I mean by smaller miles? Like, like, give me a number here, and I'll I, I, I'm, ex I don't, I have any inside details, but I'm okay. keeping my guess around twelve ish, twelve to fifteen, like, That's like eight BTB and four, arena, like eight arena, four BT, or yeah, I'm expecting, yeah, I'm eight arena and three to four ish big team is where I'm at. That's I'd be okay just with to that. keep I wouldn't expectations that. realistic. Yeah. I know that yeah. 23 numbers getting thrown around. Yeah, it's uh, I don't it's, see yeah. a world where 23 it. maps are there at all. I wouldn't want 23 maps. Uh, no. Maybe this Shut is up, a compromise. No, I, less I don't. Is more. Like, yeah, less is more. Make every month feel like an event. Like yes. that's that's the mm -hmm. smart thing. Trickle it out. Um yeah, do, do, yeah, do it cool. that way cuz you want to cool. learn these maps. And with 23 maps, how are you going to learn them all? Yeah, um, I think the quality is, extreme, is there. But I generally, I don't know. On this one, I generally disagree. Um, mm -hmm. Because I think the only reason, I think the main reason why is because, again, the players like us are going to be living this game. Mm -hmm. And you say you want to learn the maps, but trust me, after several weeks of playing this game day in, day out, you'll know the maps. Yeah. Um, yeah. And one a month is great. I hope they do that. But. If, if their plan is we're only starting with 12 and then we'll do one a month, that'll be a disappointment to me. I hope it's, we're going to do 16, yeah. Yeah. you know, even if it's just a few more, but 16 and then do one a month. Okay. That's better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, especially yeah. considering we've played four of the arena maps already. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then forge mm -hmm. when forge comes out and the community gets involved yeah. and three for three yeah. is putting out maps two through forge. That's going to be a big boon to the, sure. to the map count. So sure. Oh yeah. I could yeah, see I, them I, putting on a, a map or two every uh, season, yeah. every three months. Yeah, maybe like. I mean, uh, I, I, I guess I'm more aligning. I want to put a vote in for what Joe said <laughs> that um, <laughs> that I think even if you play it a lot, there's just so much nuance, so much to learn in these. And then yeah. I think the other side of that too is because um, I, I have a gut feeling. I have a gut feeling the reason for like with these data leaks saying 23 maps, they probably have some some foundation for a lot of maps that are that are not going to be there on day one right. that are going to come yeah. out later. I, I just like we talked about with Bizarre, how they already added some tweaks to it. Um, I can see them taking some of the feedback, looking at seeing how people are playing on these maps, and start mm -hmm. to tweak some of the stuff that's in that that backlog that's going to start to come out. And yeah. I do like that idea of, of every month. Um, you know, unwrapping a new map, you know, there's just something yeah. really cool about that. So I, that consistency of, of, of new content, I think is going to be really critical for this, for this game to kind of stay in the mind share. And I think initially, I, yeah, maybe, maybe the net number that you're throwing out there, um, miles is, is a little bit low, but you know, I, I think I'd rather go that direction and stay consistent with the content yeah. than mm -hmm. try to overload everything. And then it's like, we we saw in Halo Five they pulled they they threw out a, 
a lot of stuff early on, and then they took a bunch of them out of the play rotation because they just didn't work in terms of the competition. And it's like you, you kind of wasted all that time and money on building these things that you just found out didn't play well later on. So so I think there's some advantage to uh, to to less is more at the beginning. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Tell but me if in. I could have tell 15 good maps versus eight good 20. maps, I'll take 15. All Nothing day. less than yeah. 20. Game's <laughs> <laughs> dead. That's what I heard. I heard it's dead. Yeah, it's already dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's already. Like, I don't even know right. why we're having about, this conversation. Does it have co-op? Five maps and Oof. a battle royale mode. <laughs> let's go. Let's do it. You, you know, I'm on you know, I'm just the game. Now, guys, guys, and Miles, I know you have inside sources, but. I mm-hmm. saw on comicbook.com. Everybody look Uh-oh. at Miles' face. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that shouldn't mm-hmm. even get mentioned on my channel, man. Get that comicbook.com. They got it. <laughs> yeah. oh, Is that like story. a sister site of Season Gaming? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Uh, no. No, it is not. Let's shut that down right away. Um, guys, anything else each any of you wanted to bring up? Any comments? Anything we didn't cover? Anything else you want to ask? Um. Now... That Miles said, uh, Danny DeVito voice, I need it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Let's go. Arnold. <laughs> I'd still rather have Jackie Chan. I, I, honestly, I picturing yeah, Danny DeVito in a live action <laughs> Spartan suit. Just imagine this hilarious. little like watermelon head like floating <laughs> up in the palm of your hand. Like, come on. Amazing. Come on. Yeah. You know what you made me just think of Miles voice. because we've talked about this a lot. What about an Ash voice? Yeah, Bruce Campbell. <laughs> Bruce Campbell. Oh wow! Ooh. I'd shell out some ducats for that. No, sure. no question. <laughs> sure. yeah. right, Honestly, yeah, I, I just, uh, I, I don't care if there's another flight. Ains, I told you this, you and Jordan, and I, I don't mm-hmm. know who else. Uh, I don't care if there's another flight anymore. To be honest with you, I think I'm. I think we've seen what yeah. we needed to see yeah. from the multiplayer. You know, we got teased. Uh, they've given us enough to look forward to the rest of it. You know, um, I want it to stay like that in my head, right? Like, I mean, I want to keep salivating for it up until the launch. Show the campaign next month, then the rest of the time, just kick off that uh, that uh, the marketing hype and let's go, man. Dude, that's Two like a campaign later. flight, though, Mo. Yeah. What if is it? Give us the E3 <laughs> demo in a campaign demo, like a flight. Oh my give god! That Remember demo? that press yeah. start to begin demo, like. <laughs> that seemed way too specific for that Why to be not something they were considering. Right I know you guys are <laughs> way too high. Right Name menu's like start the demo. I'm like, oh, we're getting this that was sure. so specific. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. there's right. no way that'll happen because that was obviously like that was a wide open space and the the predetermined path was there like for the player to take right Right. yeah there's no way they're gonna trust anybody you know like oh hey here's a wide open space like here 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 you guys go you know i mean unless it's timed unless it's like okay you only have 20 minutes yeah or you only have a half hour or whatever they just put like an invisible wall somewhere yeah i mean break out of that did they do that with resident evil wasn't that timed yeah, yeah, yeah it was like timed, right? 30 minutes, I think. I don't think they'll do that, man. Yeah. yeah, I know. I also yeah. also shout out to, to Miles's background. I think the symmetry is amazing and it's been freaking <laughs> it's been wowing me all day, for the entire freaking show, man. I'm telling you, yeah, your chair you. is in the middle of that right. square, exactly. <laughs> the two Mega Man pictures, I the lights. Back there I'm telling you, bro, that's, I don't think that's a that's real amazing. Background. That's, what that's is it? It's a green screen. Yeah, it's a green screen. Yeah, that's as symmetric as you can get. So props, Miles. <laughs> I'm using a friggin' connect. Like I'm freaking low budget Walmart guy. Over here. <laughs> 
Oh man. Um, Toolman asks, uh, you know, this has been a big question among the community, obviously for the 20th anniversary. Do you think we'll see anything? Obviously for those of us who uh, just can't help ourselves, degenerates, as Mo and I like to say, who have the Series X and the Elite coming, you know, and then every other piece of merchandise that they're selling. Um, yeah. Do, do you think, um, you know, do you think November 15th may be the day they choose to do the whole campaign kind of preview trailer, whatever they end up showing, kind of get that hype going for three weeks later when uh, when the game launches? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. I hope for at least some kind of trailer. Like yeah. there needs to be something, something yeah, some something. trailer, some sizzle, some emotional journey of Halo over yeah. the last 20 years. And yeah. yeah. Just watching a... Master Chief grow up to the big strong man <laughs> he is now. <laughs> here's actually a good here's a good question. That actually I, I forgot who I was talking to about this. So you know how you know how Sony always does these uh state of plays for their big games. Yes. And uh, when when the campaign was revealed last year, I was one of those people, even on my tiny ass show, you know, like, I mean, I was saying I was like, how do you give this? How do you give this game eight minutes in the middle of another show and not give it its own showcase? Like this is Halo yeah. flagship, blah, blah, blah. Everything that we've already heard. Do you guys think they'll mm-hmm. do that? Or do you think they'll just do you guys think they're going to do something pre-planned? Or do you think they're going to actually it was with you, Eric? I, yeah, I think it was. it was with you that night. Yes. So or do you think they're just going to? One day we're gonna wake up and I'll be like, "Oh, hey, here's a four-minute trailer, or here's a here's a Another here's a four-five-minute." I'm just I'm I'm just trying to figure, you know, like I mean, because they know that obviously the size of this game and the magnitude and blah 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 and I have all the poetic shit under the sun, but I'm just curious as to how if they do do that, well, how they will do it. Me personally, I don't care if they show the campaign. I think it would be nice. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, b- just to kind of qualm those worries that from last year, you know, about the clay, uh, whatever, about the uh, about about the, the the clay aesthetic, the clay looking aesthetic. I don't think anybody complained about the gameplay. I think everybody was was wowed by the gameplay. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. I'm just curious, what do you guys think? Last question. Last question. <laughs> what do you think? I think they'll do something. I don't think it will be a Halo like a, a like a big Halo stream that's only Halo. I just think Xbox will do something that's like a smaller state of play like where they'll have a few other announcements. I just think that like basically going from the end of September throughout all of October and then half of November is like a long time to go without just doing anything significant for the biggest game they've released in like a decade. Mm-hmm. Um especially with other big titles coming out like like uh, like with Battlefield's beta and like other different fall releases and whatnot that are stealing mindshare. I think that they'll do some type of event where they will show the campaign because like you said, I think people are concerned about it. I'm personally not, but I'm like not, uh, it wasn't mm-hmm. the best showing in some people's eyes, I guess. And I think that Xbox just has some more announcements. Like the last thing that really happened that's on everyone's mind is the PlayStation Showcase. And I don't think it's really smart to let that kind of be the the thing that leads into the game awards where they'll obviously show something related to xbox but i don't know i just think that there will be some type of show where they'll have some sort of announcements and and a big chunk of that or the main event of that will be uh similar to what we saw with uh horizon in the Hmm. ps whatever event in the so you think they'll do it I do, yeah. I mean, because if they do that, I'm telling. Then they're gonna open because they're going to. You're. It's technically a small dive, right? I mean, if you're gonna dedicate 20 minutes, you can't just show him driving and shooting and whatever. They're gonna open up the map and they're gonna tell you, oh, okay. You know, obviously it's all gonna be pre-scripted, but 
oh, we're going to go here. So there's going to mm. be elements of it that they're going to show. Do you think they're going to do that? I, or I are they just going to give us something small? Like a, like the classic Vidocs we used to get? Yeah. I think it yes. would be that. Yep. Oh, wow. I okay. think it would be yeah. awesome. I, I, love I, I think, and this is where, Elu, I put my Sony hat on. Please, for the love of God, just steal the way Stater plays are done. Please don't give me the hosts that are going to talk about goddamn trebuchets. Don't do anything <laughs> wacky or stupid. Just put a dev behind a microphone. Let them talk passionately about the thing that they've been working on for years. Yes, have Master Chief go on a little mini scripted adventure so that you see the Warthog going off. You see him shooting, grappling onto things. Mm -hmm. Get people excited for right. this thing. This is a moment. Yeah. Stop being experimental with your major releases like this. For the love of God, this needs to be a nice 10-minute script. And then afterwards, have the developers talk about the process and what to expect from the single player. Oh, and sure. then end a video. I, I think nope. that it will definitely happen, just not Xbox. I don't think Xbox is going to be like an Xbox event. It will be 343 no, yeah. the way three, they've four, been doing yes. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a stream, an Inside Infinite, a Vidoc, like you guys said with Joe Staten. Because yeah. yeah. they already said, he already yes. confirmed they're going to show campaign later yes. this year, just yes, not right yeah. now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely expect that. And yeah. I think it needs to get shown. I, I, I still Agree. think it, it, campaign needs to be shown. Mm -hmm. We need to see something from campaign. For the people, even for the people who think like me, who thought it looked fine, yeah, there was definitely some hiccups, some pop-ins, some muddy textures and stuff. But the game already looks a lot better. Um, <laughs> I, I still think we need to see that before launch, just sure. to just to ease us in, you know. Keep the hype train rolling. You can't go yeah. from having the last showing be yeah. negative. Like yeah, exactly. again, I didn't think it was that like overwhelmingly bad. I, I've yeah. left excited I after was, what yeah. they showed. Yep, same. Yeah. But going online and seeing the negativity i was like okay this did not show well people are not excited yeah. about that that yeah. cannot be the last thing we see from campaign sure. outside of some cg stuff going into the launch like, absolutely sure. just give us just some even if it's a two and a half minute trailer of gameplay just give me give me that and i'll be i'll be happy and announce a yeah. goddamn legendary edition. Yeah, already. Please. Uh, so I can stop spending my money on everything Seriously, else. I think they man. said it's confirmed. It, it's definitely not happening. It's not it happening. Sucks. Really? Dude, that's so shitty. Yeah. Because the, uh, someone uh, someone else asked me about this because, you know, obviously, you know, me and Mo are already like, damn it, you know, because we collect all this stuff. But, you know, they have the Series X and they have the Elite 2. And I think the reason they did that is almost kind of obvious is that multiplayer is free, hmm. campaigns and game pass. Sure. And, you know, physical is just not what it meant, you know, not what it is anymore. So they do the console, they do the controller and and they're doing collectibles. Right. Which right. people like us will obviously buy all of. But I, mm. I think the legendary edition's not going to happen. And in fact, Bullshit I think names. in Australia. Oh, I agree. But I I think in Australia they have a legendary yeah. edition and it's really a just a steel edition, book yeah. or collector's steel, edition. It's just yeah. steel book with and, a gift card. Exactly. Sell legendary edition uh, without, I'm still waiting a on your hookup on that one. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I agree. Do one, uh, yeah. Oh, I've bought tons of them, Eric. I mean, Halo Five had a digital, digital code, and yeah, that pissed people yeah. off. And then you could trade it in for a disc, so you could still do a digital. 
and Halo Four had an Xbox and yeah. still had a legend like a li limited edition yeah. that was had a cool box and yeah. Halo Five had the controller separated from the console. They had the Master Chief controller and and the. But um, you guys just yeah, went back. You guys just went back six and ten years. It's a different market, man. <laughs> so it's just, yeah. Destiny does it all the time. They do physical shit all the time, but and those aren't even full yeah. releases. Those are even expansions. sell it just only on Xbox.com if it's even make it even more limited. You, you're you're, you're, you're misunderstanding. The hope. I want it. I want it too. But it's we want it. No, you don't. Please, we want it. Xbox already gave you seven hundred dollars worth of X or Halo gear to buy, and I'm used to spending over one thousand. Oh, it's a lot more than that because I've got the art book, the encyclopedia, the statues, the pops, the shirts. That's all. Star Energy drinks. Your own legendary. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much it. Oh man. Yeah, you got those right. too. You Come guys on. heard it here first. If a legendary up. edition gets announced, Ains is buying us all one. So hey. <laughs> I, I almost agree, but I'm not that dumb. <laughs> he was no, like, oh, I'm, I'm not that confident. Uh -huh. No, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. I have um, student loan debt. <laughs> just want to throw that out there. You guys, you know, with your extra little legendary money you're saving. Yeah. Throw it over here. Now we're good. Um <laughs> I think uh, the one thing I would really like, and, and this, again, goes to me and Mo, because we talk about this all the time. I, I think plenty of people know that I collect full-size statues, right? Like mm -hmm. the big ones. And the only one, really, that's been done for kind of chief, and, and those are the Weta ones, which are small and low quality compared to today. And Sideshow made one, chief and red and blue Spartan, years ago, which is sitting right behind the camera. Um, but I really want to see with all the gaming statues that are created nowadays from Prime One and other companies, they've got to work with Halo gear and get some high-end one to four, one to three. Chief, give me the new AI. You know, give me the other characters. Give me Arbiter. Give me an Arbiter statue oh, for the love of God. Man, I would love that. Yeah. You know, you got to start making these high-end collectibles because the market for them is way bigger than it was even a few years ago. And oh, people, yeah. like, people like us will just buy them up immediately. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so I, I did like months ago, I talked to the guy who runs Halo gear and I said, you know, really interested in high end collectibles, like one to four statues, the expensive stuff. And he said, oh, we've got some things planned. I'm just John. Frank. I remember that. You sure? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You I, uh, whoever runs the Halo gear account. on yeah, Twitter. He's a cool dude. Yeah. So he better not have been lying to me. <laughs> I <hope> not, man. <laughs> he does, Can he I have a shirt? But all right, guys, I think with that, um, man, this has been a blast, guys. Uh, seriously, um, I, I know we could probably continue to talk about Halo for hours on end. Um, the flight was amazing. I think uh, Halo yeah. is going to be in a fantastic place this fall. I cannot wait to just live Halo again. A, a new Halo release is always special. Um, it's it's unique and, and seeing the community come together is amazing, too. So um, I know I'm pumped. Thank you guys all for coming out tonight for uh, all the insight and kind of uh, opinions and, you know, things you've uh, talked about. Um, anything any of you want to say? I'm not going around the horn to all of you uh, for shout outs. Uh, all of the information for each creator here will be in the YouTube description. I'll make sure of that. But anything else you want to call out? Just one real quick thing before my camera dies again. Um, but uh, <laughs> the chipmunks are, are, are extra right now. Uh, they, they must have had snacks. Like so, um, the one thing I wa I wanted to like really call out, and I, we didn't really talk about it today, but how exciting was it that the energy that I felt like on Sunday night? It felt like something I haven't felt since Halo Three. 
um, just with the parties, the people whooping it up. I know we're all like paid actors shilling, you know, pretending we have nothing to play. <laughs> we have nothing, no games to play. So obviously we're easily entertained, right? But I just felt something for whatever the cause, I felt something that I really haven't felt with the community for so long. So I'm really looking forward uh, I had never been even a big team battle guy, at least not since Halo 2. But I, I just like that was so cool to see big parties come together. And that's mm -hmm. making me actually want to start doing that again and, and getting together with, with these. Agree. Having, having a party again, you know, having Agree. a party online. So just want it, it was great. So the, those of you that I got to play with, it was a, a lot of fun and, and uh, just wanted to call that out. Yeah. Fair. And I want to take that energy and I want to just use this moment to just say, Luke Lore of the Xbox expansion. <laughs> Damn it, Joe. We were just, doing so well. He just sucks, though. And I just need the yeah. world to know that he's just rotten in his core and his heart is no good. <laughs> and his mother and I are madly in love with each other. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's and all. With that, oh, and with that, uh, we will go ahead and end. Uh, chat, you've been awesome. Ian, uh, we'll get you out here with us next time, man. Um, mm -hmm. Just make sure you see this next time. We're, we're going to do more roundtables on Halo post-release, obviously, maybe like a uh, spoiler discussion once we all get through the campaign. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe we'll revisit with this crew uh, once uh, the full multiplayer suite is out. So thanks, everyone who tunes in this later, who joined us tonight. Um, stay tuned. Guys, you've been awesome. Thanks. Be sure to check all these guys out. In one way or another, they're creating awesome content. That's why they're here, because I love all these guys. Their information will be in the uh, in the description, so check them out, please. You're the real MVP, Ames. Yes, you are. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for Two more us. months, baby. Two more Two months. months. <laughs> Two months. All right, guys. We are out of here. Thanks, as always. We'll talk to you next time. See you.